Let's wake and bake with the boys Pull out some weed and get high Dude smoking on the bong While Scotty's talking way too long Got time to smoke one more Taking the message To the people now Keep smoking and growing And watching prohibition fall down Wake and Bake America, episode 363, back from the shadows. Actually, the shadows, literally, guys. I was out hanging in Cali. It's gone the last couple shows. Thanks, Guru's covering, I hear. Yeah. And, uh, but now everybody can uh, calm down. I know it's really missed. And we can move on with our lives. Absolutely, man. It ain't easy to be the host. I was trying to be the host, and I didn't even get a chance to smoke no weed, man. That's not the Dude Grow Show. Uh-uh. So, yeah, guys, just a quick update. I was out there hanging in Cali, San Simeon area. Went out to a little family vacay. It was rainy as hell. And the most green and some of the most beautiful scenery I've seen in Cali. Jesus, I went through the uh, Central Valley wine country. Some of Hearst, some of Hearst area. Oh yeah, it's all Hearst's cows and cattle and all the acres he owns and all that jazz. But uh, cool time out there. Hung out and uh, spent a little time. Now that's so, Central California you're talking about. So yeah, Central Valley. So the valley between the uh, like the I don't even know I've heard the of that Sierras thing, yeah. or uh, it's a huge production area. Agriculture production. Uh, area. Yeah, yeah, like you fly in, when you go in and out of Fresno Airport. Like all the displays are farming like. Uh, I don't know, co-op things or come crop supply things or whatever. And it's, it's just a different area. Um, but yeah, you drive, like you've seen it in different places in Florida and Iowa and all you see is corn, but just for, you know, half hour straight of driving 80 miles per hour, just orchards and orchards of citrus and raisin and pistachio and whatever, all at jazz and beehives, a bunch of beehives hanging out as well. Yeah. And it's a completely different philosophy out there because I mean, that whole city slicker mentality don't work out there and you're respected when you can, you know, drive a tractor or, you know, actually do something that matters, man. I think the most interesting niche I heard of was uh, my dad's like, yeah, I was at the gym the other day and, um, shout out. My pops is 73 soon, staying fit, hitting the gym, but, uh, He's like, I met this guy. He makes money by storing bees. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, you know, when they're in between the fields and this and that, the bees, like, home base is up in some other state, uh, South Dakota, I don't know where. But And he's like, yeah, so he has a bee storage area for all these hives, which I presume is, I don't know what the environment is, but makes good money storing bees. Yeah, my neighbor, I had a, my my brother Trip had a grow. Excuse me, back in back in Florida, and uh, it was next door to a beekeeper. And that, <laughs> there's some interesting folks. I met a few of them in my life, and they all got that look, man. They got a beekeeper kind of look, man. <laughs> like they hang with the bees a lot. Well, if you guys don't know, episode three six three, dude, grows show. We should have a special treat for you coming up, I believe, if all goes, if, if everything aligns right, which it is. Ramo, man. Ramo, urban grower. Ramo Nutrients. Yeah. We're going to have him up on this show. So uh, BS a little bit about just, you know, how we do it. We just told you guys we're going to get some more guests. So we got that coming to you. A little bit yeah. what's growing on, news story or two, some grow talk. Uh, but first, let's uh, let's give a little love to some porters, man. I'm going I'm to give it to Spectrum King. Yeah. And I hear people have been talking... I mean, people are always talking. I'm not even going to say I hear people have been talking anymore when I look at comments and forums and shit. People right. are always talking. But uh, I'm hoping to impress people um, at the DGC Cup when we're going to be able to press the flowers I have out from under the Spectrum King because they are not – like there's more 
trikes than whatever. And what I'm told, you told me, and then Dax from Dextract, he's right. like, you know, the more trikes, the more yeah, extract you're going to get, the better the results. Makes sense to me. And I also, in more surface area, I don't get, and some people might think of this as a good or bad thing, as hard nug, if you will. I don't get any like airy flowers by any means right. under under these lights, and it could be a strain strain dependent man. <laughs> I've been Just, saying that. <laughs> long story short, the, short. So you wait because that's 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 a. I, I want hard nug, man. That's what I'm after. It depends. People that are growing for extracts don't. They don't always just want one big. The more surface area, if you okay. have a good flower with a lot of triked out leaf and surface area, definitely not wispy shit by any means. Right. Um, but we'll see. I'm hoping that uh, you guys. It'll be my lead into the every show until the cup. You know, advertisement, if you, whatever you want to call it. April fifteenth, EGC Cup. We're gonna have that rig there, and I'm gonna try and run like hopefully a half pound or through it or so at least just to get some to see what it's doing you know Fuck yeah see what kind of returns have, we get i got like a half pound of outdoor from last Uh-oh. year last year's outdoor that's really delicious it's flow and it's beautiful and okay. you know i keep it as my personal head stash i was actually smiling about that a couple of days where you ago. getting outdoor flow from i thought i was the only one that had flow from no breeder hank season. remember breeder ah. hank did a, a nice big batch of it last so year. there's the competition because i'm i will bet you exponentially the difference between pressing an ounce of outdoor flow versus an ounce of indoor flow under these spectrum kings would oh, be oh yeah completely different but i will say i'm not dissing like growing like styles just yeah. this is different no you can't compare Beat up on the weather and whatnot and all that yeah you can't compare the sunlight to a spectrum <laughs> king you wouldn't want to do that man. <laughs> but uh, if uh if you want to hit that up guys dgc cup at gmail don't forget to get an invite i've been having some people chime in chime in through the site in different ways the way to get an invite is dgc cup at gmail so uh yeah hey you know what man i'll give some love to rx green solutions cool. uh actually I've, i was looking i pass by the nug vault all the time we've got a couple quarts of life in the nug vault that shit is good I, I, it's a good cloning solution man it really is yeah you i guarantee much else. i just used it six days ago so yeah yeah, yeah. tablespoon per gallon goes a long way and uh the shit stays lifelike yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just a real simple solution that's what i like about our screen solution it's not a bunch of bullshit not a bunch of you know it's, it's just real simple stuff as a matter of fact i switched over and uh in my hempy buckets i have a, a no-till hempy bed and then i've got a hempy bucket and i just switched over i had the rx green solution sitting there uh in the nug vault so i, I pilfered the nug vault is that that way is that the right word man sure <laughs> and grab me some rx and yeah it works simple man i'm using a and b you know, I think I'm pouring 15 mils a gallon, so I poured it. And you know what? I am not worrying about pH. Couldn't give a fuck about pH, man. <laughs> Could not give a fuck about <laughs> pH. So that is the line we learned from that. Next time you run into a hydro grower, Scotty, you say, dude, man, I think you should go no-till hempy and not give a fuck about pH. Yeah, if I'm in New and York, just blow like, their pH? mind. pH, man, what the fuck do I give about pH for, man? Huh? Uh, Remember yeah. when I used to give a fuck about pH? Yeah, man, a lot of people do. Uh. <clears throat> We were just bullshitting. I was bullshitting with a guy that uh, uh, is trying to recharge, and he was like, man, it's kind of crazy that <clears throat> these other companies have got you know a part A microbe and a part B microbe, and they separate all this stuff out there, and they go, it's a fortune, man. He was actually talking about, I'll say it, man. He was talking about subculture A and B and how much it fucking costs to do that, man. Where the, I think it's the M and the B or something. One's the mycorrhizae, the other's yeah, the bacteria. Yeah, subculture M and B, bacteria mics. Yeah, yeah. it's really like expensive, man. Mics, man. Uh, I don't even take the time for RIZ Dude, mics. man, I uh, picked up my Grower Talks magazine. I guess you get it from being in the Florida Nursery Growers and Landscape Association back in Florida for my, uh, my bamboo farm, and Mike Arise was on there today. 
Uh, they they gave me my my new uh, magazine, Grow Talks magazine, and it's Mike Arise and Media. What's it's the interesting, hype? man? I'm I, I'm so stamped in my head over and over. I'm like, this is old news, man. Like, man, we what? But it's really not. I was walking around out in Cali, looking at all. Oh, there's just growers everywhere, and that's a big growing area. But still, there's a lot. Not so much in commercial, like people that are just. How long have we been looking at mycorrhizae bacteria helping any years. type of agriculture? Yeah, like nothing. Yep. So very. Are you sure? Just ten? You're talking. Well, 10 I'm years. saying plant health care came. A guy from plant health care came to my uh, uh, farm. And I love that name. Yeah, PHC. <laughs> it's a cool little company, man, yeah. out of Pennsylvania. And uh, he had these little packets of like you know water crystals with mycorrhizae, and he was just telling me about it. And it sounded too good to be true. And that was probably ten years ago. Solid ten years ago. Right on. Well, since you're on it, just before we jump into the executive producer, yeah, uh, on the recharge, I do. Uh, DGC Don, man, I don't know if you got a hold of you, but he did uh, clones in a recharge slurry, if you will. I don't have the rate yet, but not just the label rate, and had roots in seven days. And he's like, dude, like that worked really well. I was surprised. So we're hooking up uh, uh, Herbal Cure. They're going to actually run some tests, too. You're talking about Moby Dill? Yeah. 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 I, I get confused when I hear DGC. Man. My daughter calls him DGC Don, okay? what? Whatever. Dude's <laughs> going to have three or four aliases. It's fine. It makes it uh, more confusing for anybody that's after him. It's because I wouldn't let my daughter call him Moby Dill. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was really cool. I know you were going to try something with the cloning thing. I've never tried it, it to works. be honest it with you. It absolutely works. Andre, uh, flower farmer. Sorry, that's, that's what he goes by. Over at uh, Polly's Hemp Farm. Yes. Polly CBD's Hemp Farm. Uh, they experiment with it it absolutely works fish ganja guy experimented with it it absolutely works you know so the barefooted hemp farmer <laughs> i love it <laughs> he's got to feel the earth under his feet to know what's going on and it's like he'd be lost if he was wearing soles on his feet in the hemp field yes sounds good to me it's the man. legend i hear i would trust that <laughs> a hell of a lot more man i was watching something this morning and it was this like guy in a, it, that was like building a tunnel. He was like the CEO of like the tunnel building company. It was building the world's largest tunnel under the Alps, 35 mile tunnel. And he was like, I was looking because he's in this like suit and he looks like one of the workers with the hard hat and the suit on and he's in his orange, you know, whatever. He's just walking through the tunnel and it says CEO. And I was like, that's what the fuck you need, man. You need your CEO to fucking be down into, in, you know, yeah. getting his hands dirty a little bit, at least having an understanding of what the job is, you know? As opposed to those guys that are stuck in those ivory towers. Yeah, ivory you need to get your, you need to get. Is that one? Is that a word? I don't know. <laughs> a glass tower. There we go. Yeah, I wouldn't think they have enough ivory left to make a whole tower out of it. Man. <laughs> glass towers, man. But yeah, just yeah, I'm glad he's got his feet to the ground. Right on. Who you got for executive producer? Man, I got Yaman. Jaman. brother. I hope you are feeling better. I actually got a really cool note from Jaman, who is. Uh, Man, awesome DGC. <laughs> I actually felt my pain a couple of weeks ago. I was trying to get through that teaming with microbes book and teaming uh -huh. with nutrients book. And uh, man, he felt my pain. He called me out, was bullshitting with me a little bit about it. He goes, man, it took me forever to get through that thing. <laughs> So we're just bullshit. You need to get the cliff notes for it. I man. do. I think I do. <laughs> I, I, one time I read I think some I... of it and I quit. I, t I did the same thing. I liked the book. I liked the information, but it was like every too often it would dive into more than I wanted to know. I do find myself saying, "Hey, how's your Golgi apparatus, baby?" To my oh, wife okay. sometimes, okay. man. Yeah, I liked all those words, man. Endota endoplasmic reticulum. You know what I mean? Interesting. Yeah, when do you get a chance to say that, homie? Okay. Yeah. Ribosomes. Yeah, man. What was the other? They got all sorts of good ones. Glomulin, all right? The glomulin. Right? <laughs> Sorry, honey, but uh, your glomulin is showing. 
Uh, all yeah, right. Good stuff, man. So what was up with... Uh, anyway, man, he's just uh, not, not feeling well, man. He's got, you know, a lot of people are using cannabis as legitimate medicine, and he's one of them. And uh, he just sent me an email today. We'll get too into it. But I just had to go into the hospital, man, and uh, was digging the daily shows, he told me. Man, oh, cool. put me a, a grin from ear to ear this morning talking to or listening to him. Uh, I guess I wasn't talking to him. I was reading his email. If you're grinning right? ear to ear, somebody probably slit your face a little bit. I'm just kidding. I'm being too literal here. But go ahead. Anyway, so it's just really, really awesome, man. We've been working really hard trying to get these shows out, and uh, you get an email like that. It's fucking awesome, inspirational. Yeah. It makes Hell you yeah! Want to go back and hit well, hit it hard? You were on the mend as well, Yaman. Yeah, Absolutely. Executive producer episode three six three. So what you been growing on? Just sitting around watching TV and flipping out, huh? <laughs> dude. I did try to do the YouTube thing and quit TV totally, but. It's just too stuck in me. You know what I mean? If you've been doing it since you're five years old. So in the morning, I wake up, turn on the coffee. Can't really see that good. You know, I need glasses these days. So I uh, don't usually like to read too much when I first wake up. And I'll flip on the tube. And this morning, I flipped on the tube. And it was Jimmy Kimmel holding an Oscar. And I, I quote, he says, this is the greatest achievement possible for humankind wait like she had to be i was Jimmy waiting Kimmel's to see if he was sarcastic. joking i was waiting to see not an ounce of sarcasm in there maybe it's the new sarcasm you know what i mean where you do it super straight but i just got done watching that like tunnel boring machine like the guy that just bored 35 miles through through it you know through the swiss alps and i'm like the greatest accomplished you know there's you know yeah. louis pasteur you know what i mean that that, that that cured so many people with uh with microbes and and inoculations and whatnot and <laughs> Getting an Oscar, pretending, hmm. pretending you're something you're not in front of a camera. I'd have to huh? research that more. You'd think that there'd be it like a joke is. behind that. It must be. Or he's just like, all right, this is how I'm going to say it, and everybody that knows me is going to going to be like, oh, that's hilarious. And everybody that doesn't know it's going to be talking about it on their podcast. Yeah, <laughs> man. Anyway, it just fucking made me almost spit out I my agree, coffee, I man. Agree. Where I was like, holy shit, because we do put athletes and and uh and actors on this crazy pedestal where they're not really that amazing of people oh you know we were talking about mel gibson my wife was watching a mel gibson movie in the morning and he's like hey he drinks a six-pack before noon they say and i'm like okay you know what i mean it's just a you know, he's, they say but he's not a hero you know what i mean he's, yeah. he's just a guy that made money making movies man he didn't say how he wanted to be a hero hey my hero. He ripped down a deck with a one a dually truck in one of those movies. I can't remember which. Wait, Lethal Weapon? Is that, that what they were? That guy is batshit, though. Oh, he's fucking nuts. That's, You've heard the, the yeah. voice, man. Oh, yeah, man. It's all... I, I can't even say it's all good. All <laughs> right, this is everybody a human. Absolutely. Everybody's human. I, I saw something really interesting that I wanted to bullshit with you about, because me and you work hard together, man. We're hustling. All three of us really work hard together. And I seen... Well, doesn't the definition of hustling potentially involve illegal activity? No, it doesn't. It means you get up every day. Is hustling fucking, in the Webster Dictionary? I'll bet you it is. I'll bet you it was like one of those words from, you know, like they put like, uh, you know, there's a new word every year, selfie, hustle. That was the word of the year last year for us, man. <laughs> nah, it just means you get up every day and you build your own dream. You don't wait for it. You just fucking you make it happen. Force someone to move hurriedly or unceremoniously in a specified direction or... I like obtain it. by forceful action or persuasion. That's what I'm That's talking about. That's what we're doing. About. We're obtaining by forceful actions and persuasion. We're fucking doing it, man. <laughs> Sorry. So go ahead. Anyway, man. So I just seen this guy, Warren Buffett. All right. They had this show on called Becoming Warren Buffett. It was about this. Uh, it, it, he's like the richest man in the world. Or you know, we'll say top five richest man in the world. Super successful guy. 
Motherfucker like lives in the same house that he lived in. He bought it in like 1952 or something like that when he was like 30 years old. Hasn't moved. Still lives in Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> when you look at, I was looking at his hair. You look at him and his family, and they're normal looking people. I mean, they maybe yeah. look like they don't look broke. They look like they got you know, they look like a person that might live next door to me or you. And I was looking at, like, I see, like, rich people's hair, man. And I was looking, like, he don't give a fuck about his hair. I'm looking at Trump's weird-ass hair. And I'm, like, I started, started thinking about, you know, I guess when you get a ton of money, you just don't, you don't have to give a fuck anymore. You know, you got a couple million dollars. You got to keep up with the Joneses. You know, I was thinking about that, too. How this? So if you have a ton of money, you don't have to care about how you look, potentially? Fuck you, money, yeah. I think truly. that's more in the individual than the money. You know, I was... There's I was, plenty of people that have a ton of money, and they, like, yeah, like... Some stupid article. My, all right, let me I'm just it. telling go you, ahead, these, these billionaires, they looked like super normal people, man. It was very interesting looking at this guy's specific look family. Like, like he's got like gold shoes. Like Trump's like, kids, like, man. You're, you know? you're expecting the Monopoly guy. I expect them to look like Trump's kids. Trump's <laughs> Russ, kids look affected by money. <laughs> Russ Hanneman from Silicon Valley is how I envision uh, billionaires. I have a friend that is Russ Hanneman, and he's a lovable guy, okay? Somebody, <laughs> seriously. Anyway, it just okay. made me think about how you get money and you have to keep up with your neighbor you get a little bit of money so joneses or yeah yeah your neighbor gets a bmw and all of a sudden your wife wants a bmw and then all of a sudden you're like dude that money didn't buy me any freedom at all man all that money did was force me to keep up with somebody else with more money it becomes a shit competition just started thinking about it because this guy just totally wasn't affected and one of the things that he said he the coolest thing he said out of the whole hour and a half was don't sleepwalk through life he goes look for the job you would take if you really didn't need a job and I was like, that's fucking cool. And that's what growing weed allowed me to do through the years. Allowed me to have a little bit of extra money to sling some shit up against the wall. So I could, hey, man, all right. I, I remember I had the car dealership. Oh, man. Yeah, I lost a couple <laughs> harvests worth of money into that thing, you know. Yeah. But it didn't break me. It didn't yeah. break my family up. I didn't lose my house over it, you know. I made a stupid idea. thought I could do something. Didn't research it enough and ended up losing some, you know, some money. But had the money to lose. That was a long time ago. And that freedom really afforded me, you know, a lot of, you know, trial and error learning till eventually I became successful. You yeah. Know? Or was, you know, on my way anyway. Yeah, no, you definitely, like you said, you got to uh, take a breath there. You're so boxy. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, yeah, that it's ridiculous. back, dude. Trying to, to, whatever, as you said, keep up with the neighbors or whatever. But I do really like the don't sleepwalk through life and you're looking for the job you take if you didn't really need a job. Uh, it is. Yeah, obviously, there's so many jobs out there that everybody has to take a job, and we do need people to take jobs like the bus driver or the monotonous jobs. Salt of the earth, brother. In my mind, I'm not saying bus driving is monotonous, but I mean, well, the guy that sits in the toll booth for 12 it. hours or there's, I don't know. That's the whole cl- That's a whole group of people that need to. They, I saw a guy. He was in a hospital linens truck today, and I was like, dude, that guy drives hospital linens every day. But if he, day, if he don't show day. up, if they can't find anybody to do that, then the hospital's got a problem where it can't get clean sheets and the wheels start falling off society, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah Those for are sure. People. Yeah, my buddy calls him salt to the earth. My Ru- Russ Hanneman buddy calls him salt to the earth. <laughs> but no, that is a good advice if you can find something that you're, you know, at least uh, getting into that you enjoy doing before you get too pigeonholed uh, just down. I just got this job and then they trap you kind of. You get a job and I've seen the situation, you know, where you have the job and then you start accumulating a lot of benefits and then your 401k and everything. And I can't like, afford oh my, to leave that job. What am nuts? I going to do if I ever don't have this job? And <laughs> right? I think that's kind of their plan. 
Um, but you got to do what you got to do sometimes for sure uh, to put food in your mouth, etc. I agree. But it just got me thinking about like prohibition and all as much as I diss on prohibition and we're ending it. How there's a bright side, you know, two sides to every coin. And man, we were able to turn prohibition into I met fucking some pretty amazing people because they were like, I met some crazy millionaire businessmen, some guys that really taught me a ton. I think because I could get good weed and they were looking for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think I became a lot of people's friend back in the day because I was the guy that could get good weed. And it allowed me access into a lot of places where if weed was just something that was sold at the doctor's office or at the, you know, you got it from the pharmacy or whatever. I don't know. I don't know if those doors would have been open to me. Yeah. No, probably not. You got to have that little bit of a cushion there. And uh, yeah, I'm just glad it's fallen, though. I mean, it's. Me too, man. Because it's given an opportunity for us to be legit now to open a. You know, people like us can open stores, provide a great product, and yeah, be legit. Not have to look over our shoulders. Right on, right on. Are you, are you finishing through your. What, what the hell is this? Elephant seals, baby? Did, did, some, did I write that in one of my blackouts or something? I was throwing looking ahead of the notes, looking at the elephant seals, baby. Elephant seal. Hang on a second. I'm trying to think. Uh, that would be something you would, like a shrink wrap band, I'm imagining, that would go around like a large container to keep the lid from popping off. What is an elephant seal? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, if you're ready for your... Uh... Your quick educational segment. I mean, education, seals. man. Come on, what you got? Oh, we were out hanging in Cali, and then the, at uh, I don't know how many miles of coastline there, where it's a uh, it's just right down below the Hearst uh, Castle, and that's a rookery, man. A rookery is where all these elephant seals. There's a there's some in Mexico. There's some in other parts of Cali and other parts of the world. But all the elephant seals come there. One of those millionaires I used to help out back in the day. His home was called the Rookery. Really? That's a fucking coincidence. That you'll see. You might not want to hang out there too late. It's just going down. <laughs> oh shit! Went down there, man. Uh, went down. So no, these dudes we just go up to the beach, and then when they're in the rookery, it's like we're all everybody comes up there. The males, the females, they spend like. Quite a bit of time at sea, and when we were walking around, and it was that towards the end of their, they're up on the beach here for three months. During this three month period, they do not eat or drink, which is pretty amazing. What? Uh, Were yeah. they religious? All efforts, everything's focused on the breeding, and so basically, you All got right. the, the the males are like up to like. They're huge, man, like thousands, more than a thousand pounds. Females are like 500 or something. So they're going up on the beach and breeding. My wife's there sitting there looking over. When we see this, this elephant seal, this big old, just like the thousand pound male, yeah. just like start. And they're very territorial. Like if another male comes in, this male's like, they just have like a, like a 25 by 25 area. One male, let's say on the beach. And sure. then if another male comes up on in there, it's fighting time, you know? Yeah. So, but that male just started doing is like, they barely have arms. So it's hilarious to see them move. They're just kind of like a strategic role moving thing right. he's rolling over towards it's like that this. kid with no arms who tried to fight me that one time he's rolling over towards this yes female and like in the process just like mows over doesn't hurt them but like mows over like a couple babies and then just like bites the female in the neck and then just starts oh, like on. going to Pop town a popcorn. and my wife is like this is so horrible <laughs> the female's like the female's just like oh like just making all these noises like there's no enjoyment 
And, oh, and you were like, shit, they told me this might make you. And I'm like, look, in the mood, here's baby. the breakdown. This is romantic, man. Yeah, the male like, just does not. So it's supposed to be romantic. I want my money back, bro. So at the end of the three-month period, the males that have made it enough or whatever start to go back to the ocean. None of the females are, are I mean, they try to make it so no females can leave the beach until they're mated with, with one of the males. Like, they keep them there. And then the, the babies that are had, they grow up a little bit oh, and get ready man. to be seaworthy. Um, but my wife's like, that's so, oh, my God. I'm, I, I just, this is this is bad for my brain. You know? <laughs> I'm like, look, the, the, the male, all, both male and females are at sea for like eight months of right. their life, right? right. And they're at sea for eight months of their life. You know what they're not doing at uh-uh. sea for eight months? They're not laid. mating at uh-uh. all. They're working. They're eating. They're doing whatever the hell they do. Those things dive down to like over a mile deep. That's insane. I'm like Here they are laying on the beach, breathing the oxygen I breathe, and they can swim out into the ocean and dive over a mile deep to get like squid and shit like that. For sure. The record depth is like, I don't know how far. It blew my mind as I was there hitting my vape pen, looking at all these seals standing in the cold California right. rain because it's raining like crazy out there. So tell you why she probably just wasn't smoking enough. It's uh, cool once you get high, man. I tried to get a little frisky just as a joke. <laughs> oh, man. But I just made that point. I'm like, come on. I mean, these guys, they're all living. Not only nature is intending for this reproduction to happen during this period right. to have the species go on. But, I mean, the dude's like, this is it, man. This is our three months of our life on the beach, guys. You ready? Before we fight, let's have a meeting. <laughs> anyway. Jesus, man. That was my uh, biology breakdown on elephant seals out in Cali while I was smoking, uh, sitting there just watching things go down. Uh, sounds nice, though. I need to get my ass out there. I was actually talking to uh, uh, Aquaponic Steve this morning. He's out in Cali. He invited us out there to go hang a bit, man. He's got a, a few really cool projects, and uh, he's going to bring some of that fish-grown weed out to uh, the DGC Oh, cup, he's going to come out. Hell yeah. He's got to come out. He, he gave me a big maybe, but I'm going to turn that into a big yes, man. Better he's be. definitely getting entries in here, and Fish Ganja Guy as well. He's uh, actually uh, Steve... Uh, and Fish Ganji guy hang out, said they were going to hang out and test some of this. He goes, I'm going up to test some of uh, Fish's strains. Because yeah, they, they both are aquaponic growers. Right? Sure. Fish I believe that, that uh, Fish Ganja guy originally met by taking Steve's class. Steve does a really badass aquaponics class. Yes. I don't know if he's still doing them or I not. I did attend uh, one of those. Yeah. With- yeah, cool stuff, man. Right on, let's look at a little low. What do we got? Are we do any dank nugs yet? Stick it out, We're man. Going what do we see got? what the DGC's smoking on. What do we get? You know who I saw? Who I, who I heard from is Defia Man. Defia oh, yeah. Man. Come on, where are you at? I hope he is. He coming yeah, he, he is going to show up, man. Absolutely. I believe he brought the Poundhouse guys or showed up with the Poundhouse guys last time. I think you might be Very right. cool, man. I love that whole crew. I actually owe those guys a call, man. So he's got Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. Eight week. Picture here looking mm, mm, very what, good. What do we got? Oh, man. Andy, he's got his own little... Uh, well, these are put up with the meat. I was going to say Andy put in his own little Defy Man. I think he did that. I think that's all him. Okay. I don't know if you could do that with the mean generator or whatever you're putting these on. That is beautiful, man. Hell yeah, man. You guys want to get some up or go check out some of the Nug pictures over at DudeGrows.com. Just go to the Nug section of the site. You can log in, put your own pictures up, earn some Nugs. And he says, Captain Style. Ooh, look at this. Listen to what he, he says. Captain Style, 8-bulb T5. So you're getting all juicy what? on the 8-bulb T5. Wow, man. Armor coat impressed. silica um, from Grow More. And then the CNS 17 base, which is Botanicard. I'm Botanicard. I don't know. Yeah, sorry. I yep. don't know much about that line other than it stands for commercial nutrient system or something. Oh, I think. really? I thought it was standing for cocoa and soil. 
It could. It could. <laughs> no, I just made it too. up, man. I just made and that up. And Hula Bloom and Avalanche. I like that. You see what he's pulling off of 8-Bulb T5, man? Jesus. He's got some good personal smoke there. Impressive, Told you, man. mofos. Impressive. Anyway, thanks to Fireman. Go check it all out at DudeGrows.com. Yeah, shout out to Westmoreland, Jamaica. And then what else? we got to do a little so, tease into the Nug Vault here. You know what? I just wanted to say we still do have some of those. Uh, Colin from Mammoth P should be here any, any minute, or actually about an hour. I'm, I'm exaggerating, but uh, in a matter of minutes, okay? And, uh, yeah, he hooks us up with some of those little 60-mil uh, sample bottles of Mammoth P. I put them in the Nug Vault, so check those out, man. That's good stuff. It's good, st- and uh, man, what is it like? 0.6 mils per gallon is the usage rate. It goes a long way, yeah. yeah Don't so when you that, see any of the sizes, right there? Um, keep in mind it. Yeah, it will. It varies through if you're using it in veg a little. I don't know. If step it up to double. I think it goes the ma- the max dose on it is almost. I thought almost a teaspoon per gallon, but it's very. It's only in a couple weeks, but overall, it's like less than a mil or a mil or something per gallon. Right. Shit. So yeah. Right. Keep that shit in mind. Nice, man. So we got a little review. Yeah, check little... this out, man. But just trying to showcase the best of what is available over at DudeGrows.com. Uh, throwing some growers love. And, man, Michigan Matt, he's been coming on strong. And so uh, he reviewed Natural Enemies, which is a biocontrol company. I want to say they are the first that I had experienced. I, you know, I've been growing since the early 90s. And in the early 90s, there was a little pamphlet out at the grow store, and it was Natural Enemies. And it kind of was educating you on the uh, you know, the, you know 10 or 12 different kinds of pests and then the biological controls. And I remember I used these guys to solve my spider mite problem. Uh, not spider mites, I'm sorry, white flies. Back in Florida, we would get white flies. And I had a real bad white fly problem one time, was able to really re- easily eradicate it with these little hang tags that they had, you know, these little eggs on a card. Oh, yeah, that release over time. Yep. Yeah, Predators. really cool. So, yeah, just uh, I don't know much about their current. I haven't dealt with these guys in many years. Oh, older but... than Shane. I mean, Shane's like the guy you ask questions. Oh, question. this is Natural Enemies? Oh, yeah. my God. I'm so wrong, man. Yeah, yeah. I was about I to say, completely... Shane doesn't go that far is back. Is it Natural? Who's the one I'm thinking of? Natural Predators? Shit. I'm going to have to. It... Natural Enemies is Shane. I'm sorry, guys. No worries. Shane is. I was about to say, you're wrong because you talk to Shane, man. You better Nature's... be ready for a response. He's, yeah, he's hang def- on. Maybe it's Nature's Predators. Oh, you're trying to look up the old school The one? old one. There was an old one. Nature's <laughs> Control. Damn it. That was it. Nature's <laughs> Control. I'm sorry. I screwed him up. But, yeah, we met Shane a couple times, man. We met him at Seed to Sale. We met him at uh, the, not the Indo, but the Canna Grow Expo. He did a good speech there. And just like Michigan Matt's saying in here, if you call him up, you better be right. Like he said, they spent 40 minutes on the phone going over some shit. He is right. somebody that, at, in a good way, can talk at you. So, like, yeah, but that's what you listen. want. Yeah, it is I don't what you have want. An, problem solving. Yeah, I don't want to have a stimulating conversation where I'm interjecting with no knowledge. I'd rather let the guy with all the knowledge talk for 20 minutes. Uh, he ordered a bunch. He said, I ordered a five. This is Michigan Matt. I ordered a 500 count of Delothea Cori area. Nice. Um, to fight them, and he's talking the fungus gnats. And, man, let me tell you, sitting here now, well over a month later, I have counted probably five gnats on my fly traps since I've introduced them into the garden. Hell, yeah. Um, he goes, to give you an idea, that was introduced into my only veg. My veg room is 20 by 28, and that's a good-sized room. And that, and at that time, I had 40 to 50 plants, so he had a lot to deal with. So watering these predators goes a long way. I remember him asking, I still need to order some, damn it. This is for fungus gnats, guys. If you have fungus gnats, check out this article. There's a good recommendation. And a link here to order the Delothia Atheta, if I'm saying that right. <laughs> I'm sure you are. I, of course I am. Uh, anyway, 
good good review. Appreciate it, Michigan Matt. Yeah, and, definitely great uh, content. We appreciate all the if content. You give a shout to Shane at Natural Enemies. Tell him Dude Gross says what's up. Yeah. Natural Enemies Biocontrol. No direct affiliation with Dude Gross Show other than uh, we've met the cat a few times and cool guy. Yeah, he really is, man. Definitely. So anyway, hey, we got one news story. I didn't figure we'd do too much, man. But you want, want to do a news story? Kind of interesting one? As long as you got it. <laughs> Check this out. As cannabis laws loosen, baby boomer, boomers come aboard. And this is what I was thinking, man. After decades of just saying no, older Americans are saying yes. So that's the fastest growing group of cannabis consumers in Washington State. There's a lot baby of baby boomers. boomers, man. You know? Born between 1946 and 64, if you guys are a baby boomer. So does that mean uh, Van Ripster is a baby boomer? I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. Probably close. What's up, Van Ripster? Absolutely. And like a lot of them tried it when they were in their 20s, and then the whole just say no and drug war of the 80s took over. Right. They were all got jobs and didn't want to do that. Now exactly. they don't have anything at risk anymore because they're all retiring, and right. it's time for them to just and decide only, to use cannabis again. And not only that, but they got aches and pains where cannabis is good medicine, where they're finding this stuff now, whether they get introduced to it. Shit, I'm introducing my dad to it. All right, you know? hold up, hold up. He just said, just say no, okay? So just say no. Let's throw this in <laughs> real it. quick, man. Do Let's it, throw man. this just... in real quick. This is uh, what we had to live through in the 80s, all right? <laughs> man, this is kind of bullshit. Check out, check out this Just Say No video, guys. <laughs> Or, or audio, whichever one you'll get in there. Come on. <laughs> Play it. Hit it. Is there anyone out there who still isn't clear about what drugs does? Okay. Last time. This is your brain. This is drugs. This is your brain on drugs. This is your brain with a little green onion, some red pepper, and some chopped ham. This is your brain being scrambled. This is your brain with a little cheddar cheese. This is your brain with real Mexican salsa. Any questions? This is your brain on drugs. Oh shit. Hey, let's get this shit out of here. There you go, show it. Okay. Alright, that man. shit cracked me. I love up. Limo, man. I thought I that was old school, and it says here on the site, unless he re released it, it was only released a day ago. Which is great timing really? to BS with him. At least that yeah, it says on that's I remember yeah, one day ago. Um, <laughs> so if you guys want to have your brain on drugs and eat it too, take and party it on down. That's ah, classic. All man. right. So, uh, Glenn, just, brain, I just typed in just as you're doing that brain on drugs guy into Google. First thing that comes up is this is your brain on drugs guy endorses recreational marijuana. Fucking <laughs> 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 awesome. Uh, sorry. We win. What uh, I mean, it's a good thing with baby boomers, though. I mean, that's uh, it's a good thing with any group. Well, those are, there's but your... those are the people that went through the toughest part of prohibition. You're saying like the most hard delivered message. Well, we all went through it. Anybody that lived through the '80s went through the toughest part of prohibition. But it, what it's it, we've got a voting majority now is what it is. I mean, we're getting we're passing you know pro cannabis laws, seventy percent things like that. That's what they're winning by. That's pretty hard to yeah. do. Yeah. You know, so I, I just think that. 
I see cannabis as medicine as the baby boomers start using cannabis as medicine and cannabis to recreate. I mean, think about how many, you know, older folks drink themselves to death as they get older. And it causes havoc for the, you know, their doctors and whatnot. Man, I bet your doctor would love it if you just smoked a, a couple, you know, couple bong hits instead of drinking a couple shots if you're 70 years old well yeah and the number one way for me i'm gonna start i just realized you know i was out hanging my dad's 73 my mom's almost 70 i think they're in great health but they do a certain amount i think my dad does uh one or two or advil a day or some regimen his doctor's like have these but that's fucked i'm just saying there's like a lot of people do five or six tylenol a day 10 is like the dose that starts giving you liver toxicity well, that's that's not big a big difference between six and ten. And there was a study done on acetaminophen, the active ingredient in Tylenol, mm-hmm. that showed that using it every day um, decreased your ability to empathize with other people. What'd you say? Oh, I'm that's sorry. why that one huh? person's like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, that's, that's but weird, this is where I was going yeah. with it. Is that okay? Look, guys, I'm gonna send at least I'm gonna start here with people, and I'm gonna send them out. That uh, the the Fountain of Hell CBD from our Ag Boy and the crew, right? Um, FOHCBD.com, if you will, because it can be sent anywhere and it is having. I, I think that might, if not eliminate, help at least. Be like, well, the person has taken six, we'll take three, you know, um, uh, or maybe t- none, or maybe none. I mean, you're what, you're totally you, right. That, that CBD works. I think it's. The, I used to not. I th- it's not. It's the way to start with people as an introduction to cannabis, being non psychoactive. I used to send different things, you know, an alien person here for something, and I'd be like, oh, here's some. I got my hands on some uh, indica popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And just because of what was available was limited more in my own ignorance, and now it's like, all right, let's start here. Let's get your endo uh, cannabinoid system rocking, which I have a quick hit. On uh, on that for my information. If- Hang on, I'm still stuck on indica popcorn. Yes, Ooh. yes, exactly. Yeah, Put sounds you- good to me. Well, I have a, a, I guess not necessarily a news story, but just yeah, quick news information, real quick. I was reading an interesting article in High Times. This gentleman, Brian Crum, he has an, um, I don't know if I want to call it initiative, but he's trying to change the scheduling of cannabis. He's been at it for a while. He served in. Um, I believe the army for many years. He's he's a psychiatric um, evaluator. He's involved in psychiatric. Sorry if I got some of that wrong, but here's what I wanted to say about some of the points he made real quick. Um, he know he was noticing that. Um, a reduction in all states that have medical cannabis laws, they see a reduction of suicide. This is like the statistics show this. Hey, life's not so bad if I can smoke weed. Indo endocannabinoid system or dysfunction, endocannabinoid dysfunction is key in suicidal behavior. Uh, one of the things that contribute to the endocannabinoid system not functioning is our diet. Most of our diets are far too high in omega six fatty acids as opposed to omega three. Apparently, you're supposed to have a one to one ratio is the best. One to one ratio with omega six. An omega three really helps your endocannabinoid system function properly. And um, they put those in hot dogs. They do in most breakfast burritos, Doritos. <laughs> so it goes. We've evolved to have us humans a one to one ratio of omega six to three, and now it's twenty to one. Sunflower and other seed oils that are high in omega six have only come um, about in the past hundred years. Like all the shit we're getting into. <laughs> right. It goes. Olive oil has been around a lot longer, but and that's a better go to oil. But of course, one of the best hemp oil. Is a great balance, but not great for cooking because it can burn off. It can actually burn off quicker okay. as far as like, et cetera. So just giving people a shout to try hemp oil in smoothies, even if it's not a horrible tasting oil. It's nutty. If you could handle like oil a tablespoon. Smoothies, though, man? 
man. I, I mean, I get what you're saying. Okay. Uh, I got to get healthier. The other, man. I'm the most poking fun, but you're so right. The man. most interesting part of the article um, is that omega three, or he goes on to say he uses fish oil as massive doses of omega three and helps balance the endocannabinoid system, so we can get cannabis. He's getting cannabis to work better for people that have a shit diet um, and getting their system like primed, if you will. And yeah. uh, he goes, he takes the two capsules of fish oil, but. He goes on to say, I've been using omega-3s because my endocannabinoid system is functioning better, so the cannabis gives me a better response at lower doses. In his opinion, I don't know, uh, Raymond probably wouldn't agree, you wouldn't agree with this maybe, just smoking more will burn out your endocannabinoid system even faster. Yeah, no, now, I totally is, agree with now, that. Now, is that man. over a long time? or I don't No, know, just... man, fucking try to smoke 20 joints in a day and then see how high you get on the 21st. See if yeah, anything happens at all. Happen. Nothing. So, uh, in summary, make sure your endocannabinoid system is primed with a one to one ratio of uh, uh, omega six to omega three to omega three. Yes, um, and if tell you me wanted... something I don't know. Give me something I can use. Push the button. Connect the goddamn dots. Just man, have right? a tablespoon of uh, a good hemp oil, and that's a <laughs> CBD only, non psychoactive, available at most quality health food stores in your area. Excellent, excellent. All right, that's all I got. Man. That's my health health segment. It's a new one. <laughs> Dude's health, man. Is that like a personal? Is this an intervention? <laughs> no. No intervention. <laughs> oh, so. shit. Cool, man. Let me shout out to a growth store real quick who is recharging it up. Man, y'all are spreading the word about recharge, and I, I appreciate the hell out of it. Well, actually, believe it or not, hardly anybody in Florida carries that stuff, man. It's hard to get the, the, the believers down in Florida, man, the chem heads down there. But uh, we got some people that are, that are digging at Grow Giant in Kissimmee, Florida. That's Walt Disney World territory you right do there, do that announcer-style Grow Giant <laughs> and kiss me. Kissing me, kissing me, kissing me, kissing me. I'm just getting all fresh with it. Florida, man. We were talking about that. Uh, I was watching something about Disney World a long, t- a long time ago, and they were talking about how he went there and bought all the land in this place, Kissimmee, Florida. It's right outside Orlando, and it was like in 1960, late 60s or whatever. And he had a little bit of land or a little, you know, hunting you know, acreage there. And dude, everything just started getting purchased. And they were like, "What the fuck is happening?" What is happening yeah. to our town, man? It's like all of a sudden, you know, somebody the mouse is coming. Yeah, and then I see it's in the paper one time. It's just like we say it's Disney, you know, the words. Because think about it, the word gets out, and you're the yeah. guy that's not that didn't sell yet. Oh, I have a million dollar acre, you know, yes. right over here. It's beautiful. Well, before we take a break, I'll say what's up, Source Vapes guys. If y'all vaping, kick it over to Source of Vapes and uh, coupon code Dude over there. Give you a discount at checkout. Represent the show. And you will enjoy, if you want my recommendation for your basic first pen that doesn't, you don't have an, uh, a habit like Scotty with a gram that he needs to have in his pen, then just get the Orb 3 and you'll be good to go. And no, that's a good one, man. The Orb 3 is a good one. Um, it depends what you want. If you want that big, uh, the huge, huge hit, then the XL or the one with the square battery, that Flostradamus, I mean, those are like those, va- you know, the vape mod style. At least the Flostradamus is like a straight-up vape mod style battery, man. Or, that thing's crazy. Yeah, and but then also, go they ahead. Do, they do use a lot of, you know, when you start using those big uh, big batteries, man, it burns the shit out of that, that wax, though, man. So it's not the most efficient thing in the world. I think it depends on what your activity is, too, where you're going you know you don't necessarily need the the email or the gram holder true going through i don't know if i give that if i'm just watching seals bang i'm just bringing the the, the little one yes you know? yes if you want to watch elephant seal sex which is even more i won't go into detail interesting because they have no arms or legs <laughs> and i can make more jokes about that but it's all good let's take a break 
And uh, yeah, we'll be right back. We've got some Grow Talk coming up. Come on, play some memes for us, man, on on the way to break. Let's see what we got. Make me laugh. Check out some memes. We'll be right back, guys. All right. There's someone growing over there Feeding his family while living with the fear Cause there's a lawman with a pen in his hand Telling us what we can and can't grow on our land Think it's time to light up and pass one round Stop locking people up for smoking down There's weed still burning in the bong It's our freedom we've been earning all along Good people opening their minds Getting so much resistance From the closed and unkind Think it's time to light up and pass one round Stop locking people up for smoking down In time the lies fall in defeat You can't deny nature's truth in weed Laughing and feeling good inside Instead of buying Xanax Grow urban, get high Think it's time to light up and pass one round Stop locking people up for smoking Just light up and pass one round Stop locking people up for smoking What's up guys? We're back, man. Hanging out. Awesome guest today. Urban Ramo. Um, Chilling, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh hell yeah, man! We've, I, I, we've been aware, we've been aware of you for years, man. Probably a decade at this point. I think what was it, two thousand four, two thousand five, something so, like that. Yeah, our listeners have heard it before, Raymond. We're at, we were at some we were at some party back. There was like a grower expo in Vancouver in 04 or something, and we 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 like saw this guy walking around. I'm like, dude, this guy is just burning it down. Like and a I was half like, pound with him, man. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> just in a ziploc bag. To me, I thought for a second, I'm like, okay, some people like hire magicians for a party, like maybe. This guy's like the smoker guy. He's a professional joint roller, man. It was cool as fuck. But it was cool. We just we we got we we got to hit on some of those joints you were passing around, and from from that point on, you know, remembered who you are and what what you've been doing for growers throughout you know many years here. Um, your awesome YouTube channel, Urban Ramo, and now you got your nutrients kicking. But we just want to hang out today and bullshit about um, whatever you got going on. We were talking a little bit before the show about some interesting LED talk potentially. And- Hell yeah, man. He's- yeah. yeah. Doing some good experiments, uh, definitely. But, <laughs> dude, did you just release a video? You want to start? Did, <laughs> did you just release a video a couple of days ago, this man? One. Somebody sent me a video. It was fucking with the, this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. <laughs> Any questions? And then Remo yeah. killed it, man. We play, we, did we play that this afternoon? I don't know. We really, already played it on the show earlier. Man. Fuck, man. That is cool, man. That made you know, me laugh. What, what inspired? Did you have an inspiring moment while you are high? Just like, okay, I got to mock this shit. Like, oh, that guy... Well, the funny thing is, is uh, we watched this um, top ten um, drug commercials from the eighties, and that right. was one of them. And we're we're laughing our ass off at it. And I said, "Shit, I can do a better job than that." So <laughs> I remade it, and I think mine's better. Oh, Fuck you guys yeah. should check that one out over there for sure. It's just a short, yeah, take on. I mean, you're making your brain on uh, salsa and cheese, but <laughs> the, weird, salsa. the weird thing is, <laughs> when we Google, brain. this is your brain on drugs. <laughs> That's right. <Any> <laughs> 
when we Googled that guy, the brain on drugs guy, it turns out he's all pro marijuana now, which is fucking awesome. We've turned everybody, oh, Remo. I want to burn with him. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, so you're up in Canada, up in BC, right? Or around yeah. BC area? Vancouver, British Columbia. Oh, so are your laws going as crazy as ours? Like, what's the gro- – I mean, I know you're growing big bushes out there, you know, washing machines. Is, is, is that – are there plant counts out there? Is it room size? How's it work? Uh, yeah, we have plant counts out here, so um, I try to, you know, adhere to my plant count. So I'm only allowed to grow 98 plants, so. <laughs> Jesus. There are 98 Christ. big ones, right? Come on, man. I'm allowed to grow 12, all right? Yeah, let's talk about that. I saw that in some of your recent videos where you were featuring these. You're learning about LEDs more. It looks like you plant like in 30 gallon trash cans. Like you have love it. beasts. Um, yeah, actually, they're 77 liter, which would be 20 gallon. Okay. And uh, I only flower 24 plants at a time, and it takes four months to do it. So it sound, 98 sounds like a lot of plants, but I have it in all stages. Yeah. yeah. So that covers me off for everything. Um, what were we talking about? LED lights. I did so, a fascinating um, comparison. I actually compared the LED light SK600 from Spectrum King to um, a 1,000-watt HPS digital light. And I had some interesting results. And now in, in, in what, your big 30-gallon tubs? In these giant tubs? And and no, the 20-gallon cans. Okay, 20-gallons. Yeah. Um, I, I took three different strains. I took uh, a heavy indica, MK Ultra. Right. I had a, a very sativa-dominant plant. Um, that was the Zombie Kush from Ripper Seeds. And I had a, a hybrid, which was the Gorilla Glue number four. And how big are you vegging these things? Um, I get them out of the garbage can, maybe two and a half feet, three feet tall. Right. To the top of the tomato cage. Okay. And then, then we induce flowering. And uh, to keep everything equal, I wanted the, the plants to be uh, the same distance away from the plant, the, regardless of what the strain was, just to see the effect of the light on the plant. Because the indicas, of course, they don't grow as tall. Right. So I built crates under those to get them the same distance. And I had some interesting results. Um, well, first of all, it's the first time I've ever seen a 600-watt LED curb stomp a 1,000-watt light in my life. The technology is, is it's getting there. And uh, what, what's interesting about this is that it the light reacted differently with three different strains. It worked really well, the Gorilla Blue, like that. Exceedingly well. In fact, I almost got 20% more cannabis from um, the Gorilla Glue compared to the HPS Gorilla Glue. However, um, when it came to uh, the Indica, the Indica didn't seem to like the intense light so much, and it kind of tacoed. So uh, the HPS did a little bit better, but it wasn't like a it wasn't a curb stomping by any means. It could have been just too much light too. You know, borderline light toxicity. That thing does push out a shitload of light. I've seen the 600. Oh, yeah, but the, the weird thing is that Gorilla Blue just didn't matter. The buds that was so close to that light that, you know, you figured it should be getting burnt. It was just thriving and getting bigger. It was awesome. Well, that thing's like 2000, yeah. what, 15 it was invented? That's like some next-level shit, that Gorilla Glue hybrid shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. That's a, yeah, that's where, a little special beast right there. A uh, plant that really digs that light. And then the, the last strain, which was um, the Zombie Kush from Ripper Seeds, um, the bud that was at the very, very top of the plant, close to the light, kind of got a little bit bleached. But everything from there down looked perfect, and actually uh, they were comparable. When you compared uh, the HPS um, zombie and the zombie grown with the LED, they're about the same. So it was very interesting. And then looking at the firmness of the buds, they were both there. Like you couldn't tell them apart. And crystal wise, I don't know. We put the camera right in there. You can see it in the video. They both produced great crystal. Um, 
I got to say the 600 watt impressed me because we're talking 40% less light, or pardon me, not le- less light, less 40% energy. less power, yeah. pardon me, yeah. and way less heat. So there's an energy savings there. And besides, one thing that you know people overlook about these LED lights is that you're not switching the bulbs all the time. And there's a cost when, involved when you're doing that. Because most people that grow with an HPS, as you know, every six months, or some people wait as long as a year, they'll swap them out. We were just bullshitting about that in the last High Times magazine. Uh, Nico Escondido was talking about how LED lights are just not there yet. You know, they're only literally the last lighting. issue. He was just saying oh. hey, we can't, we cannot recommend LEDs yet. And I was yeah. like, where are you guys at? What the hell? Yeah, <laughs> so I, I guess they haven't seen uh, the the next level. But yeah, we just came back from what was the, the in, what what was the Seed to sale or Indo Expo? Or yeah, thing? and there were oh, some. Yeah. There, there were some. And Spectrum King was there, but there were some interesting LEDs there. There's a bunch. You know, there's a guys. They're in the group of like the next level LEDs. So I got a question on the LEDs, Ramo. Do you guys see? I'm I'm predicting a pretty big difference in uh, extracts. Like as far as what you're seeing off of eye picture, I'm seeing a lot more trikes and like resinous flowers under my LED lighting. And I'm excited. I haven't done it yet to do some different extracts with it and thinking that it produces a better flower for your hash or for your shad or rosin or whatever. Well, you know what? I think that's sunlight, one comparison man. I still have to do. I haven't uh, – I've yet to do that. But hey, I can uh, – we can do this again. I can, I can report back. Hey, what kind of <laughs> extracts are you into? Are you squeezing your own uh, – you know, are you squeezing your own, your own – uh, what the hell is it called, man? Rosin. Oh, yeah, rosin. rosin. Thank you, man. Uh, we make dry sips, shatter. Uh, Everything. Bubblash. Nice. You know, we yeah. our, you know, if this was uh, like Boy Scouts. We'd have like many badges in the the hash making realm. Yeah, I think that rosin's starting to be my favorite. That is delicious. We we met this guy that uh, just had a, some fresh rosin that he just pressed from his press. Man, unbelievable, man. It's just the flavors. Uh, you get a low temperature dab of that, man. Oh, good stuff. Uh, actually, you know what's funny is um, I love hash so much. I started um, the only hash game show on the internet called Hash Dice. Oh, I watched that the other day. I was like, okay, what? yeah, Hash Dice. We also checked out one of your uh, your Shatterday Shatterday cartoons. Yeah, guys. that is Another cool stuff, <laughs> man. You really, you're uh, really talented guy, man. Absolutely, it was cracking me up. Uh, well, tell us a little bit about what's up. Somebody in our crew uses uh, a few people. Um, shout out to, to Katie K, Nick over there. Rainbow Nutrients. They've been really happy with it. Um, I'm assuming, of course, that's what you use across the board in your garden. Uh, like what, Absolutely. <laughs> what inspired you to come out with Rainbow Nutrients uh, or, you know, tell us what's been going on with it. Cause I personally haven't used it yet, but I'm seeing it more and more on the shelves here in Colorado. So, yeah, just give me some info. Well, we're a small Canadian company. We're on our third year now, um, and we're, we're spreading. Um, I think we're now in 11 countries, uh, over 300 stores. Uh, what makes us different than other nutrient companies is um, we have a complete line that's uh, very easy to use. Um, see, in the past, uh, I think it's these, their uh, spokesman. Companies, I don't want to name any names or anything like that. But uh, they, they created their lines 25, 30 years ago, and, and they made them very complicated with many parts. And instead of improving them, they just added them. And you know now you need 15, 18, 20 different containers. So what we did is we tried to take all the good ideas we could, and we condensed it. And we tried to... Uh, to make whatever could live together in a container live together. Uh, for example, why, why do you have to buy humic and fulvic acid separately? That should just be included. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I know they so separate. Made, uh, a collection of stacker products, if you will. Yeah. And then we used um, a base, and our base is basically a two-part. But what we do is we utilize the same micro for grow as in bloom. So uh, you're not, we're not selling you an extra bottle um, you don't need. 
Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, it's just having it's having respect. I, I do the same thing. I have a soil uh, biology product called Recharge, and I put a few things in there to add value for the customer because I'm I'm I want the, an educated customer. The more educated the customer is, the more it can say, "Yo, this is what I did. Don't you dig it?" As opposed yeah. to you know the guy that knows that humic and fulvic come from the same place and that, that they're separating them because they they know that you don't know that shit. You know, then sell, sending uh, selling to you separately. That's like what with I mean. Being in the product, I don't know. It makes the whole thing work. It should just be included, right? I I agree, man. And it's the more we get educated, the more we all uh, really start learning how to grow and learning why we do things, not just hey, just take two hits from this brown bottle, man. You know, yeah. when, when we really start learning the why, is when we're gonna. It, that's my best customer, and probably yours too, I imagine. Yeah, for sure. And I'm curious. Also, uh, Go ahead. we have no animal byproducts, uh, so in our product and everything that can be collated is uh, collated. And uh, I, I do one thing that's a, a lot different than other nutrient companies, as you probably know. Uh, I actually put my money where my mouth is and I grow cannabis myself. I show my cannabis plants on YouTube. I enter my cannabis uh, plants um, and the cannabis I grow into contests and I win prizes. And I, I don't see the owner of GH, um, you know, showing you his weed or smoking his weed with anybody or, you know, during a contest. And actually, I think that's I the owner of Miracles already. I can show you how to be right back with my cup. <laughs> well, that's true. The owner of GH ain't doing it because he also owns Scott's Miracle Grow, man. Hell yeah. You know? No, I think it said over here on About, about on uh, Ramos' site, is have over 23 different growing awards throughout the career so far. Right. Which I think I almost. Uh, actually, that that's old information. We're over three dozen now. Ah. And, oh, yeah. We, we just keep collecting them. It's just about yeah, three dozen more than I got. Uh, this is the latest one. This um, this is uh, the Canadian Fireball, and this is a first place cup. And I won this in the sativa, sativa category with Zombie Kush. And what's interesting about this cup is that you can drink out of it. This side here is a straw. <laughs> can you see this? So you can drink like that. And then this uh, other side, you can put a a bucket or a quartz nail in there, and you can dab, dab it. Side. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dual purpose cup. It's the first one I've ever got like that. Fuck hey, yeah. what's up with your? I wanted to. I always like to try and pick a product from a line that I think I might want to try with. I mean, I'm the person that likes to add different things. I see your Astro Flower here. It says that it's formulated um, a precise blend of fossilized organics. So yeah. what? I don't know. What are some of the inputs in there? I don't have the label in front of me, but I'm curious on fossilized organics. So is it like an organic? And you said also no animal byproducts. Is your line almost considered veganic then, or? Um, I, I guess it could be. Um. By fossilized organics, uh, it's humic acid. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was just curious on that. What what else was in the, so the astral flower isn't like a straight in quotation organic product. Does it have any like natural inputs like guanos and stuff like that in it? Or no, no. Actually, we use no uh, animal byproducts. There's no. Ah, he just, um, duh. I, I don't use any guano <laughs> whatsoever because I, I don't think medicine should be grown with poo. Um, it, it can actually it can be dangerous. You yeah, know, what's up with using that? Using stuff that's not properly composted. Uh, there's the danger of E. coli, Salmonella, Listeria. If you look what happened with Costco, um, they recently, I uh, think last summer, they had um, a giant recall because of Listeria. Yeah, in yeah. Organic fruits and vegetables, and that's because um, the organic means of um, using sludge to fertilize. They were using um, manure, and it wasn't properly composted, and the end result was a bunch of people got sick. Yeah. All right. You got now. I have a ch- like an interest. A true. I didn't know that about your line, and I will say that. Yeah, I've wanted to try. I still haven't yet uh, a line with no animal byproducts that could be labeled as veganic. Um, man, all right. I'm talking. That's about... That's cool. I, 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 as long as I'm gonna get my same yield, man. I'm gonna get my same yield and quality. 
you, you know what? Uh, you, you will kick ass. But <laughs> I, right. I seriously um, I'm blown away because I've grown with um, a lot of nutrient lines over the years. I've compared a lot of nutrient lines. And uh, this will um, not only will it provide kick-ass yields, but your flavor will be second to none. We have uh, three amino acids in there that are, are just for terpene production. And we use a lot of blackstrap molasses, which is an old-school method to uh, give your plants a lot more terpenes. So, you know, if you make an extract, you'll have tastier, terpier extracts. If you're growing flowers, they're going to smell better and taste better. Yeah, and that's, that's important. And it wins me prizes. Yeah, that's, I've been on the journey to try to get. I've been able to grow, you know, big fat buds that fill bags for years, man. But coming out to Colorado and trying to get that real impressive flavor, I call it an earthy flavor to it. Uh, that's been tough, man. And I've been playing around with things like fish and kelp and and all sorts of organic components, microbes, trying to do that. Um, yeah. Did, you know, did you find that? Did you ever grow hydro? Did you ever? Did you ever have? You know, start like I started old school hydro. Did you ever do that? Oh Stir? yeah. Um... Long time ago, I, I did the deep water culture. Right. Okay. And then you get that progression where you're growing. And you're like, hey, it's working. It's doing it. But there, you know, I call it the ass. The ass ain't in it, man. So, you know, well, you know what? I've seen some of the fastest growth I've ever seen in my life doing hydroponics. Yeah. Uh, the whole trick with hydroponics, and some people miss this point, is if you um, chill your water, you can put um, substantially substantially more air in the water. That's more oxygen, and that's the whole point of hydroponics is putting that oxygen in the water and getting the benefit and getting that to your roots and you get accelerated growth from that a lot of people miss that and they'll have warm water and maybe to illustrate this point um do you guys dive at all or sure we have i'm from from florida myself okay if you if you dive close to your equator it's like diving uh because the water's very warm it's very very low in oxygen it's like a desert you'll see uh you know you might see a, a coral reef here but there'll be basically nothing but if you go like let's say off of alaska say and you go into the water, there's life on everything. And that's because the the, the, uh, the ocean water there is so saturated oxygen, with oxygen. That's the same as your living. coast there, right? Yeah. Same off the coast of BC as well. Technically, yeah, there's life all over. It's hell, but it's, everything's, uh, there's barnacles growing and everything and mussels and Everything's covered with life, and there's seaweed everywhere, right? Yeah, definitely. So, That's another thing. The seaweed, man. You know where they <laughs> where they get seaweed? Where do you get it from the equator, or where do you get it from up north? Makes a big difference too, you know. Norwegian, absolutely, absolutely. Actually, ironically, um, I, I do believe in using a lot of kelp. I use uh, two kinds of kelp myself uh, in my product. I use uh, BC kelp, and I also use uh, European kelp. So I have both. I have the east and west going on at the same time. Nice. The best of both worlds. Nice, man. And I mean, the idea behind that is all the phytohormones. Kelp has like seven, they found like uh, over 70 phytohormones or plant hormones in, uh, you know, growth stimulants, natural PGRs in kelp. And uh, different kelps are loaded with, you know, heavier or lighter with, with uh, different components, man, or different ones of these hormones. So it's cool to, to mix them up like that. That's cool stuff, man. Well, actually, you know what? Getting back to that stacker product, my kelp isn't just kelp. I put humic and fulvic acid in there as well and B vitamins. So you got the benefits, all those things. You know, I modeled it a little bit, kind of like, uh, you remember that old product, Super Thrive? Uh, yeah. You, you just told, I just saw a guy downstairs. We're at, the, we're at the grocery store now, and I saw a guy downstairs buying Super Thrive, and I just kind of winked to him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, back in the day, I really liked that product. Um, so this is modeled a little bit like that, but then you got the humic and fulvic acid in there as well. But that B vitamins mixed with kelp. What a brilliant idea. Yeah, yeah, there's something Extra about that, man. Thrive and give her, you know what I mean? Especially if, they, if they're in a shock or something, this, this is so good for the plant. 
So give me some flavor secrets, man. Come on, you win all these awards. Give us, give us some flavor secrets. You know, well, I heard blackstrap molasses for terpene production. I wrote that one in my little book, man. Okay, come on. You know what? Here, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the holy grail here. Okay. All right. Come on. Well, what I've been doing is uh, a lot of the times I've been, um, I've been flowering my plants for about nine weeks, and what I do for the last three weeks is I do um, ten days of just straight water with uh, this product we make called Nature's Candy. And what Nature's Candy is, it's inverted cane sugar um, and carbohydrates, but there's um, five, five B vitamins in there, and there's 14 different kinds of amino acids. So if there's any residual food or anything left in that, uh, your media, this will help use it up, but it really brings out the flavor. Oh, and there's a blackstrap molasses as well. I forgot about that. Okay. So 10 days of that, and then the last 10 days straight water, and then at the end, what you end up getting is... Um, Beautiful smelling flowers, but it's so leached. Your ash is white. Like, look at the end of this joint. Did you see that? <laughs> Beautiful. It's not all black and crusty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that, and that's, that's the great turn off when you have an ash. Yeah, yeah. And you're it. But, you know, mind you, there's other things that can affect your ash as well. If you had, like, problems with bugs or whatever, and you've done a lot of foiler spraying, or if you had a sulfur burner on or, or whatnot, these will all affect your. But your you go ash. the but last. You haven't had no problems. If you leach it properly at the end, you get that nice smoking experience. And you go 10 days plain water at the end. And are you in cocoa or are you cocoa mix? Or what's your growing media? Uh, I use 75% can of cocoa and 25% sunshine number four. Ah, interesting. And no castings or anything like that? Yeah, we uh, put some worm castings in. Actually, every time I uh, transplant, we, we put okay. a couple liters of worm castings in there. And I put a little bit of lime to bring the pH up. And another product called Pyroclay, which is uh, there's a lot of um, silicate and food for your um, all your beneficials. Nice, nice. I would tell you about beneficials, but I can't get my recharge into Canada, man, or I'd get you hooked up, man. <laughs> Good. You know what? The one thing that people um, should realize is by having beneficials, all these microbes, enzymes, and, and stuff in your soil, your soil becomes like a living soil, and your plant actually ends up having kind of a symbiotic relationship with the soil, and you get that more earthy of a flavor out of your cannabis. That's what I'm looking for. I'm just looking yeah. for that flavor. I mean, it's, it's so easy to grow glowing bud. I went to Jamaica on my honeymoon, and I tried to describe some of the glowing green bud that I grew, and the guy yeah. was completely unimpressed, man. He wanted flavorful, natural, earthy shit, man. He's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you probably use chemicals to grow that stuff, don't you, man? <laughs> You know what? That's an ignorant statement because chemicals are in everything, and chemicals are the building blocks. Sure, you get down to it. You know, straight organic nutrients. There's chemicals like I don't know. Yeah, yeah, they're eating minerals. Plants eat minerals. There's proper use of chemicals, and there's improper use of chemicals. Right. All right, I'm gonna properly use some. I've heard a lot of these guys (laughs) say that. Oh, it's chemical free. There's nothing that's chemical free. Come on. Yeah, that sounds about as regulated as natural. It's natural. (laughs) Natural. (laughs) I mean, it's from the earth. Natural and arsenic are natural, but those things aren't good for you. Yeah, I always like to say cyanide is organic, bro. (laughs) Well, Rem, we're excited. We're excited to get your uh, some of your stuff more exposed. Some of the nutrients exposed to the crew. I'm a run some. I didn't know that. Like I said, I've always been interested to try a line. I've been using a little bit of poop here and there as far as trying to push with my guanos, and I, I've always thought I wouldn't get you know the same results in flower. But now that I'm just growing out of sheer fun and, and trying different things instead of being a production grower, uh, I'm gonna give that a go for sure. Anybody here in the states, I know. Uh, Ramo's nutrients are distributed down here through a major distri- any grow store. You should be able to ask and be able to get Ramo nutrients oh, nice. too if they're not carrying it. 
Actually, Hydrofarm, um, any Hydrofarm retailer um, will, will either carry us or they can get us in for you. Hell yeah. Very Hell cool. Hell yeah. Otherwise, hey, have fun in Spanish, man. I hear you're headed out. You guys, I'm sure, are going to ha- have a good time out there. I've never been myself. It sounds like uh, the number one out of the uh, continental, whatever. If I'm going to an event out of the country, I should go to Spanibus. I don't know. What's up with that? Two minutes about Spanibus, yeah, please. Spanibus. I, I go every year. And, you know, you're not supposed to smoke any cannabis in there, but everybody does. <laughs> <laughs> you go to the seed booth and start talking to a guy about his uh, seeds. They'll whoop out the buds and go, yeah, this is what it grew. And if you're lucky, they'll give you a sample or smoke a joint with you. Oh, man. <laughs> you know what you're getting. But then the security will come by and they'll go, oh, put it out. And you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'll put it out. <laughs> they'll walk away. You should respark it again. <laughs> well, interesting dynamic. So is, is cannabis, uh, well, you know, what's the attitude of cannabis in Spain? Uh, you know what? A lot of the young people are growing it. Uh, there's, um, I think, 250 uh, cannabis associations in Barcelona alone. So they've got a different approach. They, uh, it's not medical marijuana. It's marijuana. And anybody can go to one of these um, associations, join, right. and purchase their cannabis there. And then usually a lot of these places will let you consume there as well. So you can have uh, something to eat, smoke a joint, maybe even have a beer if you want. It's, it's totally refreshing. They right. should do that here. Uh, they yeah. completely should. After them, but better. Yeah. And, and prices are way more reasonable. Well, have a good time over there, man. And then, uh, yeah, we'll be in touch. Shout out to your YouTube channel, which is very entertaining, not just for grow information, but for cracking up at some funny shit you do. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, coolest, coolest. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Urban Rainbow on YouTube. Yes. Yeah, you got re- it. respect for all the content through all the years, man. You were one of the OGs in this, uh, in this industry, in this space, man. So, yeah, kudos to you, brother. Right on, Ramo. We'll, we'll hopefully be in touch and uh, take it easy. Stay high. Yeah. Sure. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. And uh, hey, next time I see you, we need to blaze hard. Oh, come on. Let's do it. That'll be okay. happening. All right. Have a great day. You too. I've been searching for a month or two for a place to light it up. If the landlord lived in Timbuktu, we couldn't be far enough. Now I find my space is the perfect place for lighting brighter than the sun. But they don't know. I just see it big grow. Meet the landlord and put on my glasses. Call up and I rent a Volvo. Just because I look like an accountant gets your ass to rent me. Yeah, huh, 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 huh. I won't use this place as a grow room. But I'm lying. Yeah, I'm lying. Oh, I'll throw up lights in every fucking room Till I'm frying every goddamn wire Oh, I won't use this place as a grow room But I'm lying, yeah, I'm lying Oh, I'll throw up lights in every fucking room Till I'm frying every goddamn wire Oh, all righty, back from break. Yeah, back. We adjusted our camera. Had the makeup man. girl come in. All right, man. Anybody get any digits? I don't know. <laughs> Scotty said he looked like he got stung by a bee, so we're getting a little oh. concerned up in here. Oh man, I just uh, harsh lighting here. Can I blame, yeah, it, on, can I blame it on the lighting? Guru brought up the point of reflective walls in a grow tent. So this is the opposite. <laughs> a studio, a professional studio guy would be like, "This is a nightmare." Uh, but we were bullshitting a little bit about being kind of shallow about how you look, and uh, it reminds me of that guy Joe Buck was on Howard Stern telling a story last week, uh, and. He's the guy that does, does the play-by-play for the Super Bowl. Real successful guy. He went to go 
get hair plugs. And so he went for surgery to get hair plugs. Mm-hmm. And I guess they shove a tube down your mouth or nose or whatever, a breathing tube. Mm-hmm. He fucking hit his vocal cord. And so he comes up. Oh. Yeah, so he comes out of the surgery and he can't talk. A guy that's an announcer is about to do the Super Bowl. This last Super Bowl? Yeah, he did it. He did it. I think it's probably six months ago or something like that. Maybe a year ago. I don't even know. But he they just saying, gave him some stem cells from a baby's vocal cord. And yeah, him. yeah. They sacrificed a couple of babies to make it work. But it's all good, man. It worked. No, but uh, it's just I think you had to go to speech therapy. But could you imagine that, man, doing something like that Crazy. for that kind of vanity? It's like, it's like uh, I don't know. It's like the, karma, the guy's you know? job that sings the national anthem that goes that does it more than anybody at all professional sporting events. Do you know what happened to him? Uh, he got shot in the neck. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. I, I swear it was on NPR or whatever, and they were interviewing his wife, and he ended up healing, and he was fine, and he could get his Jesus. his voice. But that's his straight up. That's his life. That's him. Him singing the national anthem. Anyway, Golly, yeah. Somebody man. came up on him sitting in his car, tried to carjack his ass, shot him in the neck. Anyway, jeez. More do you grow show, grow Damn. talk. Hang on, I can hardly feel my weed. Show, hey, show me that thing. Show me that uh, that that pen you have. That oh, the cute, you have. the cute travel one. I didn't really understand what, and that's be- why I don't. So understand this is it. the uh, it's weird. The vaporizer here. This is just I use it um, uh, supposedly when I go travel now. But it, the cool and you thing about that it, whole thing up your butt when you. Yeah, that's why it's just really oh, slimline. You know, uh, no, you take. <laughs> These Dude, cartridges look right, are pretty man. Cool. cool, man. Um, this is the from the lab here in Colorado. Uh, they collaborated, and that's a live resin in this cartridge. That is interesting. And right there. That is, looks like uh, something I would plug into my... Try to plug that into your computer and see what happens. A half gram of Panama Punch, but you can see, like, yeah, once this cartridge is done, it, it is disposable, um, and it just slides right into the top of the pen there, and you're good to go. I liked it for convenience factor um, as far as, yeah, traveling situations... Uh, before somebody's going to recommend out in the crew or a company's going to come up with a fabulous pen for doing the uh, the rosin because that's my next go-to product sure. I'm checking out. But I love the convenience of this in the meantime. We'll have to well, get a live of- resin and rosin. If they can put one in, they can put the other in. Maybe. Maybe I'll be working on a business venture and uh, get some venture capital money and good, figure out everything I need to. Good luck with all that, man. <laughs> good luck with all that. But I'll sample them for you. No, we'll get in touch with them. I just thought it was a cool little pen. Uh, and the, the, the idea behind this, these guys are like they're going to create a pen in a few different products that are like Apple-like. People that like Apple. Well, you know right. what I mean? Well, like these curves and this. And then like you could see... Hey, how is the unboxing experience? The colors. If you want to see uh, how much power is left, you shake it and like, oh, look, I have two bars of power left. That anyway. is nice, man. I mean, the, the, the unit is beautiful. And no button or anything. It's just the pull-through. Like, you just pull through to inhale. Hang on, are you sure? I better check this yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> you better check it out, man. So... But no, I wanted to check that out as one is uh it's not like a shatter pen. It still is not solventless. I'd prefer solventless that is used with uh um Sure. But butane. what I need to know is is there any cut in here? Is there any propylene what do you pull it like this? Is Colorado, there any propylene glycol in there to make it you know, to make it viscous? We'll figure it out. Colorado Company, the lab, they make uh, the concentrates for the clinic as it well. It tastes so. good. I don't think there is, man, because it doesn't taste yeah, You, you don't can usually any, taste any that propylene taste. glycol. Cool, man. All right, now that you have a little bit of effect, you ready to go into Grow Talk? Come on, let's do it, man. Grow Talk. Get your questions over at twogrows.com. Submit a grower question. Just log on in and do it up. And someone wants to talk, man, more hempy, dude. Kiwi Green. I love it. Just gotta change Hempy's. your name to Scotty Hempy Real. No, man, dude. <laughs> Hempies are fucking awesome, man. They absolutely are. 
It, hey, we, we looked at my hempy buckets a couple of days, uh, yesterday, and guru. Remember I said, I go, oh, man, I haven't been in my grow in like three days, man. Open the door. Everything looked good. Beautiful, man. It was beautiful. Well, this is what's growing on, Scotty. Dude and the whole DGC crew. Yeah. I'll attach a couple of pictures to this message. One is of my old ebb and flow system. I've been running for a few years on and off. It's a simple system with <clears throat> 15 liter buckets that get filled from the bottom of a 300 liter. Where is this person live? For God's sakes, this New is America, Zealand. New Zealand. All right, man, <laughs> the most beautiful spot that I actually want to go visit. So fucking be cool, man. Don't screw this up for me. <laughs> I hear dude. you. 300 liter res. Then when the pump time four liters out of water, to a gallon, by the way, man. So just divide by four. You got yourself gallons. There you go. Real easy way to figure that out. There when a pump when the pump. Um, times out the water, gravity drains back into the res. So it's like an ebb and flow I'm portraying here. I was growing in a net um, net pods with clay balls, running GH floor Nova series with liquid cool broom to help out. Very right. simple. Very simple. But now Should after work. hearing about hempy, I've decided to give it a try. I'm using old buckets, the four gals. Ooh, we put in parentheses for me this time. 15 <laughs> liters of four gals with perlite in the bottom. Up to the drain hole, four inches from the bottom. That sounds high if I know hempies at all. Yeah, then yeah. topped off with cocoa. I've got myself Canna Range, A and B, Rizzo Tannic, Canazyme Pique, thirteen fourteen Boost, Foyer in question mark, Silica and Recharge on the way with Amazon explanation points. Nice. Hell yeah. Tent is four by eight foot with three foreigner watch HPSs. How would you use those nutrients? I'd love to start off on the right foot. Thanks so much for everyone in the DGC crew. Growers love from New Zealand. Yeah. All right. So that the hempy buckets, we like to have a couple inches, just about two Not inches. Four. four inches, a little bit much. So just, I think you'll be all right. You might just want to raise your water level a little bit. And I was playing with some hempy buckets yesterday. I was digging just, what you do is you just set them up and then you just dig out a little hole and you kind of just feel around in the bottom. You know what I mean? If you, you know, if you want, you can sacrifice one of the, you don't even need to, but you just, dig out the cocoa, and then feel down there. As you're going in, you say, oh, man, you know what? This is too wet, man. Holy shit. And, you know, if it's too wet, that means that you probably got the float too high, and it's actually wicking into the cocoa. And the idea is for it to sit in those in those hydroton balls in, in that bottom layer and wick up there. So just uh, tune that up. Um, yeah, the can of A and B is simple. I do uh, – looks – Looks like you've got a reservoir system set up here, if I'm not mistaken. I see some tubes going back and forth or whatever. So if you're doing a main reservoir, I just do 10 mils per gallon, a can of A and B. Um, the Rizzo, does he have, yeah, he's got Rizzotonic. I can't remember what it was. Is seven or eight? I can't remember what the, uh, uh, you know, whatever the bottle says. I want to say I just did five mils per gallon of Rizzotonic, and uh, same with Canazyme. Uh, the PK thirteen fourteen, you just use that. There's a schedule for this stuff, and you can honestly just follow the schedule. Uh, that's what I did with Canna. But right around, I want to say it's week one, right? The, that's the your phosphorus and the potassium boost, your PK boost, and yeah, the boost is good as a foliar. You can buy a little two fifty of that. You guys say it's more effective as a foliar, like you're getting more for your money, is what yeah. I hear people say. Yeah. What's the rate? Do you know they don't have it on the bottle? I would foliar. do eight. Eight mils per gallon, but you can go from eight to forty. I think. I'm sure, is, there's is tons of information on DudeGrows.com. If you search boost, Canaman, maybe can yeah. of nutrients. Like I think we had him on a two different times now, um, and he was explaining that as well. But uh, nice. So you got recharge from in Australia, oh, in New Zealand from Amazon. That's cool. That would be very cool. Yeah, I'm I trying prefer... to get it to England, man. It's so hard to get recharge into the UK or the EU. Interesting. Yeah, you have to go move over there for a little bit. <laughs> The uh, I prefer the once-a-week treat. That's how I'm doing the recharge. You can use it all the time, um, but I like the once-a-week treat myself. I just double up the dosage and water it in on its own 
once a week into my system. So so I can never say cut it in half and double it again, right? Nope. Man. <laughs> I like the picture of your grow here, man. Kiwi Green. He's got a bunch of screws into his 2x4s, kind of like he does, I'm assuming, a little bit of his own trellising on the sidewalls of his room. And that's just, I'll give that a thumbs up for being crafty. So I like how because uh, you can put multiple supports all over the place without having to buy trellising and et cetera. Yeah, this is nice. I love. I'm seeing that he's got uh, he drilled into his hempy buckets or he you know, made true hempy buckets out of them and drilled into them a grommet and has looks like some kind of an overflow system or hopefully it's a uh, a backflow system. You know, and I I think I do have information about this over on DudeGrows.com. Didn't totally. I show off the hempy buckets before? You did. You have a couple of videos, I believe, as well. Yeah, it's just such an easy system, and it just automatically grows your plants. And what it lets you do is it lets you concentrate on the other stuff, you know? Hey, make sure your circulation is good, you know? Make sure you're, you, know, you can play with the nutrients a little bit more. You can play with trimming. You can play with, uh, uh, you know, really shaping the plants because you don't have to sit there and say, oh, man, I got 40 minutes of watering to do this morning before I can even start fucking with my plants watering's done uh not in my world yeah yeah man we'll see hey this is another grow talk question from <laughs> night six mi i'm assuming michigan yes sir is mi and it says hey michigan tgc i'm a new winter growing oh yeah i'm new to winter growing and i've gotten by thus far using a radiator some one of those heat radiators that you know. Yeah, those, I guess the appeal to those is you can't really you could throw a blanket on it and not start a fire. Yeah, what are they? Oil filled. It's like yeah. a little radiator that's filled with oil. I bought one of those for uh, uh, whatever my little back pole barn as well to keep it warm before I got my heater. Because at the moment I'm growing in a drywall four by four by six by eight closet. Okay. On spinners, what's that? Is, he, is that a new type of drug people, kids are doing? No, spinners, I mean, that's when you get the wheels that when you stop, they just keep on spinning. You know what I'm saying, man? No. <laughs> anyway. Goes, I, I guess I guess maybe it's on casters so he can turn oh, it Oh, there it. we go. Like the closet's movable around. Yeah, cool. I think like, so. Like I said, I'm able to control heat since um, M. Oh, wait, sorry. I'm able to control heat, and since it's a tight space, radiator's running pretty low. But that fat bottom girl may put out some heat, but she also takes up space. Suggestions. Right. Fat bottom girl, huh? That's Are we right. talking about plants still? I think we're talking about a queen, man. Queen I'm song. I'm using my own LEDs that are not putting out enough heat. I'm not going to change the lighting. Thanks. So what's looking mm. for a suggestion for some more heat? A little heater. I mean, you can get those little ceramic cube heaters that hardly take up any space. Well, yeah, if I'm following it right, I saw a cool heater, too, at Home Depot the other day. They have their... The, the heater that like just plugs into like a nightlight almost. It plugs right into an outlet, and it's literally the size of like probably a sixteen ounce can of. Uh, How much BTUs could that thing throw off? It's not a ton, but it, it, maybe it'll give you. It'll you know sometimes yeah, it's true. You for this little thing. You're right degrees. for a four by four by exactly. you know seven foot, especially if he's not yeah. venting out. And um, you could probably set a temperature on that or have that uh, little nightlight heater on a thermostat, too, right. so that it could just... Because I feel like you wouldn't need that much heat. I don't think you would. That small of a space, yeah. even if it's insulated on the outside. 
should be okay. And I think what he's saying is that the heater works okay, but it's taking up space. Yeah, those things are huge if you're talking a little 4x4 area, man. So I would look into that if you don't need much heat. If that thing's on low, you're only using, you know, you don't need as much heat as that thing can offer. Check out, yeah, Home Depot, plug in the wall of heaters. They probably sell them wherever. That's just where I saw it. Wait, um, do they glow red? Remember those ones that glow red will fuck up your flowering, um, man. They probably have a little bit of a red glow to it. That's strain dependent, man. Go for it. See what happens. <laughs> you just missed saying that, didn't you? So uh, I've never had any issues. With a big glowing red... Uh, I mean, if I can, as long as heater? I can't read my... Uh, my magazine or newspaper. That's what I do. I just take the newspaper in the grow room and I say, ah, there's a bunch of red lights and there's a little green indicator light over there, but I still yeah, can't read this. Yeah, a little bunch of LED lights is, I think, different than a big glowing, you know, two-foot element. It's one of those things you got to try. <laughs> I believe Costa Mesa Steve did warn us about, you know, in greenhouses, uh, certain heaters, man. No, yeah. you're probably right. You should be you should be careful of, of what you're doing. Yeah, just consider that. If you are getting one that glows red, see if you can put it way underneath everything. Heat rises. So see if you can put it underneath, uh, you know, under, I don't know, underneath the bed or whatever like that, under, underneath the plants and let the heat radiate up. Might be a bad, not be a bad idea. Well, let's talk about being super cropped to death. Oh, my God, man. I saw a movie what? like that once, man. Jeez, I'll never get that out of my head. I'm just looking at these. Whoa, gnarly picture with some stem breakage. Sorry, guys, checking out the beautiful pictures submitted with this post over at the site. Wow. Blake from Blake here. Hey, dude, and Scotty, first poster here. I want to thank you guys for everything you do. This is a great show. Thank you for listening in. Says I listen to it every day and love the new format. Oh, Scotty is blushing. Uh, so I tried super cropping and I over super cropped accidentally. I got that farm. Strength, I guess. Uh, LOL. Anyway, I've included some pictures so that you guys can see my whoops. Is right. there any way I could do save this girl? She's only seven days into flower. I love the strain. Ellie Confidential. You'll notice the limbs below the break. Explain what we're looking at here. There's a break. I'm looking at he he broke a big limb and uh it's a wound. You know, you can see this thing. There's you know, there's uh you know, some dead tissue around it and whatnot. And that's a I don't su- when I super crop, I don't break branches that look like that i'm breaking <laughs> the little thin ones the ones that if they're hollow it's even better but the ones uh yeah i'm what you're trying to do you got something to say Guru? i was gonna say if they're big like that the best thing to do if you're gonna because those are a, woody that's like almost woody already. if you're gonna do a woody one like that you have to do it over like a large length of the thing and slowly bend it back and forth before you actually go to pinch it and get it to the pot. I don't I never, that's not my idea what super cropping is, man. For me, super cropping is taking the buds, the actual, you know, cl- closer to the tops, and you do a twisting thing. If you can, you go like that, you twist back and forth, and you're waiting for this little snap. I believe it's the cambrium layer that's going to, you'll hear like a snap. It's not even a crackle, it's a tick. And then when you do, once you do that, that's pretty much all you need to do. Some people get it; they'll actually bend them over and stuff like that. If you got it, it's growing into the light as well. Well, you can take it and bend it over, and then instead of it growing into the light, you got it. So we see that. Yeah, I mean, he's got farmer strength there. Just grab this. Well, no, I'll he, show the, you super crop in a brook. No, he cropped the wrong thing. You don't super <laughs> yeah. crop your main stem. You super crop your little your little buds. And the, the idea behind super cropping is the hormones. When you send these hormones and say, I just broke my leg, man. Heal this bitch up. You man. did from what you, what you need to do in your pictures here. You, you supported the stem. I see it's tied to a piece of bamboo. Make sure that connection doesn't get too tight there for any potential choking. You're only in week three of flower. Right. Then you put a bandage on it. It looks like some duct tape and 
maybe a little bit of cloth of some sort. At this point, just try and keep the plant healthy. Healthy. Don't overwater it. I don't know of any liquid vitamins or anything that helps heal stem breakage off nah, the top of my head. That's a physical so, damage right there. Uh, but I totally have confidence looking at the first picture that this will heal. You're going to take a little bit of hiccup, maybe take a little bit of time, add a little time to flowering. But I think you'll if that plant was really healthy to begin with, you didn't break it all the way. Um, that, Take that, a look at that picture, though, man. That thing's looking hurting. It is. I let us know. Chime back in. I bet you that thing's going to heal. Um, it might just obviously it's going to affect that plant's performance a little bit. But maybe it heal. He's got time. He said he's three weeks yeah, in. Yeah, but do you try to let that heal it? Or you just cut it off <clears throat> and see if you can uh, make the rest of the plant fill out a little bit more. I, I think it. cutting it Maybe. three weeks into flowers is going to stress it way more than just leaving it would. You think? I would. I would think so. But I don't know. Squirt some recharge on it. <laughs> just kidding. Just you see, kidding. I didn't say it. I only say it when it's applicable, man. Just all right? let us know, Blake. I'm curious. I bet you that heals and you end up doing all right. So you'd be surprised with these plants, man. I've seen crazy. Yeah. Anyway, I bet, I bet you get good buds on the other on the other half of it. I don't know. All bets are off for that, man. The idea behind these plants is get them growing fast and never let them slow down. As soon as you let them slow down, all bets are off. What do you mean? That's not true. Yes, I mean, it is. you can intentionally let them. I, I've done it in situations where just because you can slow it down intentionally for maybe your room's not ready yet for transplant. You the can idea behind these things, if you're doing production gardening, is to keep them growing fast and never let them slow down. That's my opinion. You Well, yeah. If, I don't know if you have the word production gardening. Uh, okay, before. okay. That's fine. But there are times where I can make the plant yeah, slow down. Sure. I mean, I'm not pushing my mother as hard as I can, you know, yeah. but when I'm looking at something like this where I'm trying to produce, you know, flour, I'm trying to produce medicine for myself or whatever, um, I, I'm not confident that that's going to work. You know, I'm not confident that, that uh, you know, into flowering and having that kind of damage that that thing's going to recoup. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, Taking bets? Taking bets? <laughs> I'll bet you a thousand nugs, man. Deal. Deal. <laughs> Nugs, I'll bet you as much as you want. All right. So, one, we got two more Grow Talk questions. I wanted to say what's up to Way to Grow. Yeah. Hanging out, guys. Uh, if you want, I don't know if there's currently, I still don't think there's a current sale. There's usually uh, one coming each month, and in March will be a new sale. If you go over to any of the Way to Grows, please use Dude Grows account Yo. at checkout. Definitely help give you a deal. Represent the show, as well as, man, I think that one deal is still kicking. Dude Grows Show, abbreviated DGS Hort. 1,000-watt Hortilux for $60, uh, the HPS bulb only. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Get yourself a nice affordable refill and say hey to uh, get some grow help, man, down any of the any of the seven locations. Yeah, good. I was just talking to my boy Ben down in uh, in uh, Fort Collins, down at the Fort Collins store. So uh-huh. he's, he's, man, he grows some organic flavor for real. So he's, Some organic flavor? Not, yeah, he really does nice, man. Good <laughs> stuff. So I'm always picking his brain. Uh I've been talking a lot of lights, man. Always wondering if people are switching over lights now. Are they doing, uh, still doing the Gavitas? They doing the three fifteens? There's a lot of sexy lights out there. Sexy. Ooh, they sexy. I'm man. not as. I mean, lights really can't be sexy. Uh, let's Maybe. talk about. I don't know. I got anyway. a three fifteen in the mail. Jeez, uh, oh, what's it? come on? Sun Spectra. Sun Spectra is the uh, our Sun buddy Dawson. Spectra dot com. Yep. As, you know how to spell Sun and Spectra. Spectra. Yeah, but this is, like I said, this is a guy Dawson that's a listener to the show that uh, is 
building his own stuff. And, uh, yeah, pretty interesting. He sent me one of the, man, I think, and no, I guess he's used them, he's had them before, but one of the earlier units, man. So, uh, pretty cool stuff. I'm pretty excited to try it. I'm going to be hanging it up tonight and get some video. And, uh, yeah. Listen See, I was going to say about that, talk. guys. I came on a little like, man, what, what's up, dude? Coming from retail, I'm, I have a retail mind with who uh, a store would be willing to work with and back their equipment and all this jazz. Looking at the pricing difference between what I'm seeing here on Sun Spectra and some of the other bigger distributors is pretty damn significant. It is, man. So depending on – and I don't know what bulbs he's using in there. I don't even know if you know just yet, like if it's a Philips or whatever it is. But I didn't see a brand name on it. So This is where it's like, man, if these – the prices are hard to ignore for me, considering what some of the other pricing is. So if this guy's got got our back, like you said he does, um, and you want to get into three fifteens, check it out. Uh, yeah, and when we say three fifteens, we're really talking about three fifteens. A lot of what he's doing is the double ended three fifteens, the six hundred and thirty watt stuff. Do the six thirty watt dual bulb commercial light fixture with the ballast on it here is three seventy nine. That's what I mean, man. That's pretty cool. So and like I said, with I haven't gone past people being like, well that ballast is from here and that aluminum's from right. here. This and is those nice... bulbs are from the worst factory where three people got hurt last week. Uh, so I mean but that's I did notice huge price difference so we're checking out and I appreciate the support from Sunspectra.com. Yeah, man. Good good guy trying to do his thing, trying to find his way in this industry. And like I said, he's like he went to there's double-ended 315s that are out now with two bulbs in them, the 630s, but in one, basically one bulb. And that's what he was trying to bring to market and try to, uh, he said he couldn't find a ballast for it, man. So that's how it all started. We're all just trying to find our way. That's right. That's right. I'm on my way, brother. So Soilless Ginger's popping seeds. Yeah. Good to hear from you, Soilless Ginger. As I know can be back in town since the evacuation caused by the Oroville Dam was lifted. damn. I'm glad I'm glad that there was an evacuation and I'm glad that nothing happened and you're back. Yeah. So I don't know why I said I'm glad they're evacuation. I guess I just mean that the systems are working properly. Yes. Uh, you're just my, glad, okay? He said I've, I was lifted. I've made my journey to start my new life or to start, yeah, new life. Oh, I see what he's saying. He's popping seeds. It's kind of like oh. uh, he's going deep, but it's not really that deep. Oh, man. All right. I got to be a thinker for this. Man. So I've always started seeds, but just planting them in soil. Uh, examples, flowers, peppers, etc. First question, is it really necessary to do the water cup method or a paper towel? Is it faster? How many days should it take for them to show new, show life? Okay, let's handle that question. No, yeah. it's not necessary. It's the, what is that paper towel? I think this is because people want to see shit, right? You want to look at stuff. You don't want to just plant There's them. There's reasons that uh, coming from like whatever, you're, you're planting a seed, just plant it. I don't do the water cup. I don't do the paper towel. And if the seed doesn't come up, the seed doesn't come up. But the quickest I see seed come up, you said, how long should it take to f- uh, show new life? Was on the third day, um, a seed popped. It can take long. It could take like two weeks, though. Right. You know. Right. Uh, that, like the paper towel method isn't bad. If you want to obsess over seeds and you're really into it, and you're like, oh my god, I got ten. What is it? Six seeds for 150 bucks now. I think it's ten, but is it yeah, ten? Yeah, they're really expensive. So I get that's see a good it. point where you're like, okay, yeah, <laughs> each seed is worth thirty five dollars. Yeah, so. like I want to look. I'm going to plant three of them right now, and I want to watch all three pop. And if one doesn't pop, I'm going to yeah. take pictures and blast the guy on Instagram. But I mean, the seed you're is phony. always the seed's always going to pop. Just going into like a regular like, starting peat plug or you any, think so. anything like that? Because I mean, they evolve to be able to drop and then grow the next season. So it's not like they need. To be dropped into, uh, I guess, doing the paper towel method or the 
The water method in, was him, liability, I thought. Put him in, in a shot glass is that it's just going to increase the or decrease the amount of time it takes for it to pop. Yeah, for pre-soaking them, you're saying? Yeah, pre-soaking them is just going to increece that. Pre-hydrating them, I prefer. Okay. You could also bioprime them with some recharge, too. It's a pre-hydration before and germination. Pre, pre-hydrate them in recharge water. And yeah, that's what somebody them. was asking about. Because it'll make it so that. that first root that comes out is already inoculated, inoculated. on its shell. Right, right. I just worry about uh, any nutrition, you know what I mean? You don't want I put a decent amount. There's a decent amount of kelp in recharge. You could just go with a light, not use the full some, dosage some real recharge. Light. Yeah, because there's so many, so much microbes in there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you don't need. I mean, even in inert media, you can get a seed to pop and let it hang for a set of leaves, et cetera. It's got what it's need. It's yeah. need. It needs in the seed. Try to use organic uh, paper towels if you're going to pop my paper towels though. Yes, I like bounty myself. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, oh, I crack myself. Real quick, second question: Can I still use use my leftover nutrients from the last grow, even though I changed from soil to cocoa? Did he say what nutrients he's using? He did not. He probably can, but I kind of, you know, there's some cocoa-specific nutrients, cocoa tech from GH. Uh, right. Can of cocoa, of course. Playground has a cocoa-specific nutrients, so I'm not sure he wants to use his leftover nutrients from last grow. Did he change anything? No, I've changed. Well, he ch- yeah, he changed from soil to got cocoa. It, got it. Now, get some cocoa nutrients, man. Probably going to work better. Yep. Yep. Don't don't leave it to chance for 50 or 100 bucks. Go buy yourself two gallons of cocoa nutrients and be done. What... Uh, with that being said, I'm quite nervous uh, as I enjoy hand watering. It's my zen word, brother. Fist pump. I don't get it. <laughs> I might have turned to the hempy buckets <laughs> now that I'm a store manager, and I'm afraid I won't be able to spend as much time in the garden working right. an hour and a half away on top of 10 hours, six days a week in the store. I've had to stop smoking for the past month to take this job because there was surprises. Oh, man. Son of a bitch. Uh, thanks, guys, for the effort you put out into the show. We all appreciate the hard work. Thank you for listening in. It says growers love to everyone. All right, let us know where those seeds pop. We've got yeah, one more man. Grow Talk question. Can you handle it? Absolutely, absolutely. Just thinking we should go protest at Solis Ginger's store. And be like, no drug tests, no <laughs> drug tests. I scour at Discount Tire. A new Discount Tire is opening by my house, literally, Uh-oh. like, down the street, like, yep. half a mile away. I yep. want to go out there with a sign and be like... But the employees probably won't even know what the hell my problem was, man. It don't matter, man. It, it, you know, the change happens from within. If you stand out there with the sign, like, I can't give you guys my $800 because of because you support, uh, you know. Oh, well, I have a very basic sign. This company gave a half a million dollars to support marijuana prohibition. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That, was, that yeah. happened last year in so, Arizona. So I buy my fi- you know, I buy tires for my three cars somewhere else. So there you guys know the crew. Tell you, your friends, and your family, fuck off discount tires. Yeah, man. All right. Anyway. Wow, wow, man. It's not very California of you, man. California. As of my warning, Coon Dog, 4200. What up, Coon Dog? We just want to get a little hunting in later. Yo, Scotty Pat from Ontario here. Oh, yeah. This is my boy right here, man. This is the guy that uh, got a hold of me right about time LED Guru and Grow Mouse got a hold of me and really helped me understand LED lights, man. He spent a lot of time on the phone with me talking. So thanks, Pat from Ontario. What a cool guy. Well, he goes, uh, wait, he really understands, like, he's, an, he's another LED cat? Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's a full-on electrician guy and everything. What style? Like, grow mouse style? Grow mouse style. Yep, he was the guy telling me, hey, cobs are really cool. Check them out, man. All right, we'll get it into stuff. another time. Uh, actually, just, we'll do it, we'll do it. Uh, what you got, man? I gotta hit this real quick. I know the show's going a little bit longer. That's no, fine. Shit. What do you got? So, just to get some response, we'll get grow mouse up on here. And out of high times, and I'd love to get Nico Escondido on. Somebody wrote in, because this really caught my attention. High Nico times? Said, Isn't that just an Instagram account? 
We're shitting on this guy's question. Let's do that first. I'll use this for grow talk. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Sorry, I'm all over the place. I had too much. I'm not even doing shit, man. I'm just smoking some weed. Maybe it's that. Yo, Penny Scott from Ontario here. Uh, I started on the no-till about eight months ago before you, or eight months before you. I've done tons of research, and no-till ingredients have never run over um, a few people saying azomite should be avoided in organic soil due to the fact that if your soil becomes acidic, it can make the aluminum in azomite available to the plants, which can or cannot be a good thing. If you have anyone who can help hey, me out. smoking aluminum is not a good thing. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that. No, aluminum <laughs> should be avoided. If you can have anyone aluminium, who can help me no, out. It's fun to say. <laughs> it really is. Or help me disprove this. I'm open to any comments or proof. This kind of scared me personally away from azomite and more towards glacial rock dust and other amendments which cover the same basic elemental needs of our medicinal plants. I think that's the glacial rock dust mafia spreading propaganda. So, <laughs> you know who I thought might be? I, I don't know this specifically, but Colin from Mammoth P is coming in about an hour. Uh, we should talk to him about this. I think he might be able to shed, shed some light on it. Seeing if, uh, so the azomite, if your soil becomes there's, too acidic, okay. Yeah, I guess there's okay. aluminum locked up. You know, it's uh, A to Z minerals, and I hope the A doesn't stand for aluminum, but um, there's a, you know, a byproduct of some aluminum in there, and... I guess they're saying that as the soil gets acidic enough, it can release. And that's, that sounds a little bit scary. Like I said, aluminum is one of those things you do not want to be smoking. No. So, yeah, let's see if Colin can shed some light on this. I don't know. A good question. Thanks so much, Pat. Thanks so much, Scott from Ontario. <laughs> but so I will say, just as far as rock dusts go, uh, azomite, if it's all that's available to you, um, go ahead. It's fine. It should be fine to use. But there are higher quality rock dust to be using. Like you mentioned, the glacial rock dust. And right. Different types Shit of... Shit gets expensive, Volcanic bro. rock. If you're getting into like the basalt or anything like that, you will start paying a little bit more Dude, than you yeah, would be you with azomite. Like, yeah, a pound of paramagnetic rock dust can be like 20 bucks. Yeah. That's a lot. Interesting. That's I don't right, know. Man. I don't, I don't Paramagnetism, brah. You guys are making the glaciers go away with your gardening. <laughs> no, gla- this is what's left over once the glacier disappears. Right. Gotcha. Is, this is bad. <laughs> it's just like... Uh, oh so I'm going to convert what's going on in our grows in this. I have to talk about this article real quick. Yeah, Because of this grow talk. We have five shows a week, so mm-hmm. we can do what's going on in our grows whenever the hell's our grows are going on. Damn straight. I was reading the latest High Times, which I check out High Times. Still a decent mag with some different shiz in there. Um... And this is under LED Facts. Question. This is a question and comments for High Times Magazine. It goes, Lately, I've been doing some research on lighting. A few weeks ago, I went to the Canagrow Expo in Denver. Uh, same one we were at. The variety or the various LED companies have nice-looking lights. But if you do the math on them, they aren't worth the money. I'm, I'm, I broke it down on an Excel spreadsheet. You know when anybody does that? It's okay. a real deal. <clears throat> and he goes, am I wrong here? And that was guy named Charlie writing into what High did, Times. Okay, so what did you break down? Hold did on. You, oh, no, sorry. Go ahead. Well, did you put in the cost of bulbs and the cost of cooling? Not only electrical savings, but when you're running 600 watts instead of 1,000 watts, you've got uh, a lot. What is it? 600 watts. That's 40% less cooling that you have to, you know, less heat load that you and have to cool. you can run your rooms hotter, too. Or you should be running your room hotter too, so that's even less AC. That yeah, so using. put that in your spreadsheet and smoke it, homeboy. I think it's like a comparison between driving a 454 Chevelle that will go fast yeah, really man. well 
or having an Austin Martin DB9. I don't get it. That will go just as fast, but also has different styling. To, I don't know. It's, I, the more the comparison we do between, say, an HOD and LED, it's almost the more I do it, becoming like two different gross styles. I don't know. But no, let me, I mean, it's, it's, it's efficiency, though, man. I mean, Here's it, where I sparked this. Hold up. So uh, the answer from Nico Escondido. Nico Escondido, I believe, was a cultivation editor, still is over. Obviously, he's responding. So he's involved with the high times of the grower. Sure. So yeah, cultivation editor, Nico Escondido responds. While well, well, LEDs have made some strides over the past few years, we, assuming he's saying high times, have not gotten sponsored uh, by any yet. Can't uh, there's probably fifteen <laughs> freaking ads in here for LEDs. Anyway, can't recommend LED lamps as standalone solutions for home or commercial growers. Huh. Aside from a very high price tags on the better models, LED lamps still don't provide optimal levels of par um, necessary for high yields and potency. Wrong the LED fucking century, darling. The, I just want to say. False? Yeah, man. <laughs> the LEDs that do come closest to high-intensity discharge lights in terms of PAR end up sacrificing their usual advantages of low power consumption and heat emission. However, LEDs have proven excellent supplemental lighting, especially in the blue and red wavelengths, when used in conjunction with metal halide or HPS or ceramic bulb Ooh. HID lighting. Ooh. I never really gave a shit about Nico Escondido, but hey, I, I, say, don't respect I think him I need now. to have a conversation with that guy. <laughs> don't be disrespecting. We're just engaging in conversations. But, I mean, the guy fucking don't know, <laughs> don't know shit, and he's talking. I don't know. I, yeah, I know, I know I mean, when I talk just and don't really, know shit, I lose respect. I had the same response, man. When I first saw it, I'm like, oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Like, not, I'm I'm in the agreement now that the six the 600 will replace 1,000. Yeah, and I'm in agreement with that, And 400 less watts. Yes, sir. So, and the, he said potency? Like, um, mm, come on, That's man. one thing LED has never lacked on when growing plants with it. it it's always produced really potent, like full spectrum yeah, plants. Yeah, it's just not good. Just not not high yield until recently. They with the advances in LED technology, we've been yeah. From what I that. know and from what I've seen, I just can't accept. That's uh, that's false false facts right there, man. Or he just bad went, information. Or he just went by the black dog booth, talked to them, and then left and wrote this article. Got to that, that. I just want to know where the guy's coming from. I think we could have a panel with Grow Mouse, Nico Escondido. In the show. So somebody cut this part of the episode, sent it over to High Times, and say, we're just curious. What's up, man? Because that made my jaw drop. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. That just, it, homeboy needs to catch up, I think. So uh, that's about it for Grow Talk. What's going on in our grows? Episode 363. Um, and we will be back manana. Absolutely. What's yesterday? I don't know. I don't even know. What Ayer. Where, where are we now? Ayer. The only reason I know Uno Mas is because it was the name of a beer carried at Road 34 here in Fort Collins. Huh. La palabra para yesterday is Ayer. Ayer. All right. Got it, man. Uno Mas, senor. Parabla means word. Okay. We're out of here, guys. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back. Take it easy and uh, stay high, my friends. Let's go get high, my friend. Come on. Take her easy, dude. He's out. It's just weird. It's just weird.
In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads at natural medicine Go ahead and try something new, new, new It's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep the good buzz on, on, on It's just weed, it's just weed I like to smoke it all day long, yeah Get weed. I ain't done nothing. 